Our new partner who I'm really, really excited to announce we are working with. Super, super stoked. Thank you, Angie Huberman, for this connect. It's incredible. Uh, AG1 Athletic Greens. I've been using them for a while. I have them every morning on an empty stomach. Basically, take one scoop and you put it into a uh, cup or glass or mug of eight ounces of cold water. And this is all your greens for the day. You're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. Every day I take this. It's so good for my digestion, my energy. It's simple. It's easy. I don't like taking a lot of vitamins. This has been really, really helpful for me. I've had a lot of stomach issues my whole life. And ever since I've been gluten-free and taking the AG1s, it's really helped me in my stomach in the mornings. I love it. And I'm so psyched that they're part of the One Life One Chance podcast. I'm sure a lot of people don't like eating greens, let alone drinking your greens. But I can tell you straight up, it's got a mild tropical taste. And the taste is actually really refreshing. And I really look forward to it each morning. Don't, don't think it's just going to be just straight bland. Um, it tastes really, really good. Um, and it's good for you. So remember that. This one blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's incredible. Just one scoop, especially for musicians who are vegans or just musicians in general who want to get those daily greens. You can get the packets. It's incredible. I just gave some to my friend Derek from Sepultura. He traveled the whole entire world this summer and he had he had those every single day. He said it saved him. I bring AG1s with me when I travel. It helps me stay healthy. You know the deal. If you're on tour and you are uh, a picky eater, but you need to have your greens, sometimes catering doesn't have greens. Sometimes you miss the catering. Sometimes you miss the backstage food. Sometimes it's too late after the show to go get food that you like. So if you just have a a scoop of uh, AG1s in your hotel room before you go to bed or you're in the hotel room at night and you're starving and you want something healthy, boom, life changer. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with some convenient daily nutrition. That's all you need. One scoop in a cup every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. This is it. I'm super psyched. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit drinkag1.com slash OLLC. That's drinkag1.com slash OLLC. Take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. This is incredible. I love it. It's just basic greens. For me personally, this has changed my life tremendously. I'm not a junk food vegan. I don't eat a lot of fake meat, so I'm strictly strictly greens. And this has been a wonderful, wonderful new addition to my life. So once again, visit drinkag1.com slash OLLC. That's drinkag1.com slash OLLC. Get one free year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. That's drinkag1.com slash OLLC. Yo, yo, Liquid Death, thank you so much for hydrating all my guests, taking care of me and my family and my friends. Love your water, love your brand, love what you stand for, love what you give back to the community. If you want to learn more about Liquid Death and how it started, listen to episode 115 with the co-founder, owner, and creator of Liquid Death, Mike Cesario. Just a punk rock skateboarding kid from Delaware with a dream. It's an incredible story, incredible journey. So if you go liquiddeath.com slash Toby, you get free shipping on any items you order from liquiddeath.com. And if you want to get water, liquid death water, go to amazon.com. But for merchandise and other things that's not water, go to liquiddeath.com slash Toby and get free shipping. Thank you so much, Liquid Death. Death to plastic, murder your thirst, stay hydrated. You know H2O saves lives. Welcome to the One Life One Chance podcast. I'm your host, Toby Morris. Today, I have uh, my brother from another mother, my 
My man, Mr. Derek Green, thank you for being here. Yo, what's up, man? How you feeling? Love having you here. Thank you for having me. Loving your home. Yes, I do love it when I'm home. I love punishing you about the podcast. He gets home one day from tour. I'm like, we got these podcasts next week. I just got home. My God, let me get a break. (laughs) Well, thank you for being here. And I know I'm going to say his name wrong. I'm going to try to do it first. Okay, okay? let's let's hear it because you love to slaughter people's names. No, I don't. Yurki. Oh, wow. That's fantastic. That was pretty good. From 69 Eyes. You say yes, it. Yes, exactly. Yurki. Yes, you can say and it. Now, right. Yurki, you say it. <laughs> yes, yes, I'm, I'm Yurki, the singer of the Yurki. 69 Eyes, all the way from Helsinki, Finland. Yeah! And he was saying Norway. <laughs> yeah, it's on my nose. <laughs> I was like, dude, it's no, radically no, no. different. Helsinki, Finland, around my paper. Yes. Okay, your paper Thank you for Finland. being here, man. Yeah, it's fantastic, and uh, thanks for being in this show. It's one of my favorite shows, of course, and wow. you being okay. uh, personally... Uh, Toby be, being like an example for me all these years, which we can talk about later on. But like, like uh, I'm glad I have chance to grow this state what I am right now that I can sit wow. here, you know, behind this table and with you guys in the studio. That's Thank you huge, so right? much, man. Thank you, man. But I mean, it's it's sim- simply because of your example and also this podcast is is it i hope like what we're gonna talk and what you've been talking it has been inspiring me a lot and i hope somebody curious about something and maybe little change here and there can find something or inspiration yeah absolutely like like uh, let's let's have a like inspirational talk whoever those are looking for that so yeah i feel here here we come yeah i feel like people (laughs) find inspiration from all these conversations no doubt everybody's story is different for sure, everyone's. But we're all connected somehow. And also, a lot of information and and good wipes. What I've learned, and I I love this podcast. So it's insane to be here. And actually, I I don't I have to you know like uh, I'm I am here. I have to <laughs> hurt myself to understand that. <laughs> Did you just pinch yourself? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because because if I close my eyes, I, I think I'm I it's I think I'm somewhere else, just like listening to you guys. Wow. Like like and now I'm seeing you. Live. And now it's you, and now you're here. And l- let really me tell happening. you, for the listeners, which was most interesting for me right now to be here these first seconds, you guys look each other to the eyes when you speak, which is like really cool. It's a really cool connection, so it's very real. Uh, for listeners, of course, because I'm a Helsinki vampire, I'm wearing sunglasses. By it's I, too but bright I, near for him. Yes, yeah, I fear I feel more comfortable wearing sunglasses. You know. You do you, man. You yeah. do you. Yes, sir. Does it make? Is it's like it's it's like a like a, not a safety thing for you kind of having glasses on. It kind no, of I can't. I'm 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 probably so um, hyper energetic, so I can focus more on, mm. on what I say. Okay, I can understand that. Well, yeah, we, we have try. A hyper, we, yeah, hyperactive we, person next to me. Hi. Um, <laughs> you guys drink coffee. I, I can, do. Can you handle? Uh, I we, can handle it. We, I, I, he must really listen to the podcast because he knows that. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I tried to experience that. Like, uh, like with co- I never drank coffee, and I tr- I've been trying after I turned fifty, like have a little bit experiences with coffee, and like I had today at, because I'm on vacation. But if I okay. w- would go on stage, I wouldn't drink on that day coffee because it's. I don't know. It makes me like, I don't know. It's so strong. Same for me. Oh, so you're very sensitive to coffee. Yeah, it's yeah. Not a, it's yeah. In, in Finland, it's not a, a big commodity, is it? Coffee? Coffee, They everybody drinks coffee since a kid, but I oh, was never okay. given coffee. So, you know, I don't, so I'm, I'm like freaking out. To is it a, a coffee culture there? That's yes, there is, but it's a very different. It's not like, uh, uh, it's, it's not that sophisticated that, that mm, elsewhere. Okay. 
definitely not sophisticated here, and it's become sophisticated mm. in the United States. But for there, it's like just part of growing up, just having coffee in the house. I think it's not like a hip, a cool spot. Let's go to the cool no. coffee no, shop. I mean, they, they, it's not yeah. like I mean, here it was like Folgers and Sanka. Yeah, you know, it's like there was no culture. But there is coffee yeah. culture everywhere <laughs> now, like every pop. How there is, yeah, yeah, yeah. I sure. mean, there were people sure. that were just. I, I had people I worked with, and they were just. Like back in the day, they would be like, oh, I'm going to try one of these cappuccinos. And I was just like, a what? And they're like, okay. a cappuccino is delicious. Yeah. I went out and had one. And I was like, oh, my God. He's, yeah. I'm, I'm the same way with coffee. Like I have a love-hate relationship for yeah, it. Yeah. It does make me really crazy and jittery. Exactly. And, and gives me anxiety. And you're already of. hyped up. Yeah. And, yeah. So, and so I drink this Amaz, which is yeah. like, it's like 80 milligrams of caffeine. It's like totally natural. Cool. It's All got natural. mushrooms in it. It's just healthy from the Amazon. Uh, so yeah, this is what I drink now. I switch from coffee Me to too, this. Me my friend. Yeah. Oh, cool. It's definitely yeah. mellower. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think you know, I can have a coffee, but if I have like two cups, like it happens that I it, I, I sort of like get depressed. Yeah. In the after, you know, like in the you crash, you crash. All of a sudden, it's like I'm like, it was a great day, but why I'm so f- mm, sad? It's super powerful. And, yeah. and then yes, it's like, I had damn, I had a coffee. And it has nothing to do with what's going on, but I, I sort of get the coffee sad. Maybe there's a maybe that would be a it's a, a real song, thing. song it's for a real Lana thing. Del Rey, coffee sad. No summertime coffee sad. Extremely powerful. Yeah, absolutely. That's why this guy, Doctor Andy Huberman, he says don't drink coffee for the first ninety minutes when you wake up because that'll help with your crashing during the day. Oh yeah. Mm. Okay. So that that's like a thing. That's like a real yeah. thing. No, I believe it. So believe it. so any nevertheless, sunglasses help with okay. with the too Plus much you coffee look, you as look, well. You look great. It's uh, very so what are you doing out here now? What are you doing? In um, uh, we we just toured uh, a month ago. He, a tiny tour here in the here in the states and uh, sixty nine eyes. Yes, yeah. uh, and we. Um, we played at the Sick New World Festival, which oh, was right. like so mind blowing. That was an incredible so lineup. Yeah, yes, yeah, so cool. Did you get to meet any of those like icons? That you, yeah, that sure, you sure. The, really? and, and there was like eighty thousand people there. It was sold wow. out like in a very, wow. like like I think like one hour or mm-hmm. something when it when the tickets came out. So it was like really cool for the sixteen on ice to be there, and it was it was perfect to play. We had a uh, short tour around that. So what I'm here now, it's less like uh, I have some unfinished business. Uh, uh, which I didn't have time to do then. For, for instance, this podcast. So I just thought to Thank have you. a. We have the Six and Nine is playing all through the summer till September everywhere in Europe and in Finland, and this was the the only weekend that was free for me. So obviously I booked flights to LA. What where else? Wow. In the wow. and it's a Midsummer yeah. Nights Eve, like which we celebrate, uh, like Midsummer. Yes, Midsummer. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Happened. You know the movie, man. Oh yeah, <laughs> crazy. <laughs> yeah, so we celebrate that in Scandinavia. So. I thought it would be interesting to be in Hollywood and okay, around it's a this full area. Scandinavia, okay, right. I was yeah. thinking that was only in like Norway. Or well, it's it's Finland, which our like we have like Russia there as a neighbor. Yeah, of course. And then Sweden, Norway. I, did, and, I just and, thought and that Denmark. it was only being celebrated in Norway, like because no, no, the sun never goes down there. Like I that. mean, just in general, it's all Scandinavia, so everyone. Yeah, it's or let's say it's Nordic countries. Yeah, okay. So you know, like so we cool. we celebrate that, and uh, sun never goes down. And there used to be, like, or a lot of rock festivals, mm-hmm. especially that weekend. Now it's just a couple of them with some pop acts. Mm-hmm. So you know, we the sixteen on ice was free to do whatever we want. So I I thought to come back and do this podcast, which I Thank didn't you, have man. time to do last time. Yeah, nice. and so the Vegas festival looked incredible. The lineup was surreal. It must have been surreal being there. Yeah, and and you know, there's like um, 
well, to be in a rock band at this age, I'm 54. Uh, the 69 Eyes has been playing uh, 30. Hold on, what year is it? 34 years wow. by now. So we started in. We're we're an 80s band, original yeah. 80s band. So <laughs> and it's the same people, you know, same lineup, same guys. Incredible. Oh, wow. So so you know, like for us to oh, it was when we started. It, the dream was like like. My idea was uh, like, okay, we, we're gonna be so cool band, like it, we're accepted everywhere, and of course we were like, think I was saying, tell the, telling the guys, I, I used to hang out in the, in the late '80s in New York uh, as a rock tourist, and uh, I a saw rock tourist. yes, I saw a few bands there, and I was like, okay, now I know, I, I have the know, and then when the '60s and I started, I always we were always sort of like thinking like. Where we have our, I, I was thinking that we our roots are like half in New York rock and roll scene and half in Helsinki rock and roll scene, and you know we're we we we're support we're playing everywhere. But it took ten years that to become mm -hmm. like a reality, more less than ten years, but but becoming an international act through international record deal mm -hmm. at the on Roadrunner Records. Oh, yeah. so you oh, know like. Okay. Uh, so being here now, it's still as thrilling and and as at, at this age and the it's it's there's more values to being a rock because it, it was the coolest thing ever, mm -hmm. like in the eighties to to have a band. Yeah, that's yeah, the coolest thing absolutely. ever. I don't yeah. I don't know what's cool thing anymore, <laughs> but then it was like the coolest ever to tell you tell the other people around you like, hey, I'm in a band, especially sure. especially female, you know, okay. people who came into the same. Mm -hmm. bars or something so it's still i th we still believe it's cool and uh the coolest thing for us is come to play in the u.s yeah because the our in main inspiration uh comes from here so going back to the sick new world with that lineup so now we we, we rehearsed in la at, at at the mates the legendary mm -hmm. uh like a rehearsal place yeah, I heard it's in that spot. which which Later on, I found out it's a pilgrimage place for Guns N' Roses fans because that's where where they started. Wow! So we're rehearsing there. It's it's a really cool place. All of a sudden, like four black cars come out of nowhere, and these guys rise up from the cars and go to the ne very next room, and that was System of Down, okay. uh, which haven't played for right. yeah. for some maybe a decade or something like that. Mm -hmm. Or or and I I could see that there were they had their text there who and everybody was hugging like they haven't seen each other for a long long time right. and it's next to our room it's awesome and, and all and when when we went we went quiet and started to listen and there was like this classic system of down music coming out from that room which sounded like 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 they put the record on wow. because and all of okay. them sing so it's the the vocals were also like so that was like as thrilling as i'm telling now i was cool. like wow we're in the states we're rehearsing in la System and Down is playing in the next room <laughs> to us. So it's you know, a like, moment. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a Absolutely. rock and roll dream every now and then coming true. Mm -hmm. And that's what it's about to be in the rock and roll band these days. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Shavo, our dude. Yeah, Shavo. We saw him the other day. We all go to the LA soccer games together. He's a he's a big he's part a of LAFC. He's a big supporter. Yeah. He's a nice guy, man. Mm -hmm. So there, that was that was fantastic. And you know, yeah. just to be here and get it, getting also inspired. Get creative. And, and, yeah, creative, inspired, get the vibes, and, yeah, and you know, like a, that vibe that exists yes. definitely here in LA. That yeah. yeah, I think it. I, I I used to come here once a while before COVID mm -hmm. to get the vibe and well party as well. <laughs> but <laughs> but you know, like uh, uh, after like returning after COVID, I think the vibe is coming back. I mean, it was so vibey 
before COVID. Yeah. I mean, totally. it's a busy, busy, busy. All the hotels fully booked. Everybody's yeah. going there yeah. and there sure. uh, with a social media, right. media app, you know, like apps, you know, screaming at them. And now, now it slowed down and it is what it is. But I think it's the vibe is coming back and as, as coming here this time, like uh, less than a week ago, there were the, like uh, at the airport, uh, the immigration line was longer than ever for, really? for a few years. Wow. So I can, that tells that uh, yeah. tourism mm -hmm. is coming back and, and, you know, like I think everything else is coming back here as well. No yeah, doubt. I think people no really doubt. missed uh, music and live concerts and that human connection. I feel like and that traveling. was you know, yes. the past couple yeah. of years. Yeah, exactly. That's what it, we we did a European tour. Uh, we had a the Sixteen and I had an album, a Death of Darkness, out like uh, in 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 May. So we we did a European tour just before the album came out, and then we came to the states. So during the European tour, I started to do the thing because we, you know. Um, that I, 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 as a singer, I jumped to the audience mm. during one of the last songs just to dance and, and you know, like a sing with the whole audience. Yeah. Right. Like, sort of like a... Very brave. Yeah, sort of, yeah, exactly. Sort yeah. of like an <laughs> exorcisting. Is that the right Exorcism. Ex yeah, getting the, the COVID and all the, yeah, the, yeah. the fear away. Oh, all right, yeah. You know. Push through. Yeah, exactly. Jump there, no matter what. And it was happiness. Everybody like, all right, and jumping <laughs> around me. And that was something which I did in the early 90s when the band started. It was something you had to stand out way or another. So I was a wild caveman singer mm -hmm. going to the audience, standing on the on mm -hmm. the club table, singing shirtless, you know, like what I oh, saw. Back you know, in the day, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> Steve Bader's Iggy yeah. Pop. I, yeah. yeah. Even Gigi Allen, actually. Right. So, you know, I, that was those, <laughs> my, those were my blueprints. So I did that back then. Now years later, I was like, okay, I saw I saw this um, fresh new band Palais Royale, okay. which is really really who are like from here as well. And their singer, uh, I saw there like this springtime, and uh, the singer went to the audience, young audience, fresh young audience, and sang with the whole audience and and you know was among the audience so i was like hey hold on i used to do that when i was like in my 20s yeah. so why why not i i started to do it again and bring that, it that is yeah bring back the vibe bring back the positiveness mm -hmm. of the of the live shows and actually uh like as as, as there been a break for live shows for us all which which is now very past yes. kind of already mm -hmm. but but you know like uh that is healthy to go to see live music. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, like for, for us mental. all. Like yeah, not only not only for not for us singers and performers, no, no, but, but also like just life, just to yeah, just to get the vibe and get it's excited. Ther it's therapy when, for people. It's yeah, and, and, yeah, for sure. yeah, and get the vibe when when it's exciting. Just the intro takes come in and the and you are excited. Like holy shit, I'm going <laughs> to see the Cure or something yes. like that. You know. So I love that. I think that's one it thing. It never that gets old. It yeah. never gets old. And I feel yeah. like, not that I didn't appreciate it for the past couple of years, but playing again now, it just feels so different. For uh, sure. I, it feels almost magical that you're out there playing and it's connecting with It's almost like a people. restart in a way, you know? We all yeah. got a reboot. Yeah, all yeah. of us. Yeah. So now I feel like there's so many shows, like every night in California, right now there's every show is every night. Shows it's like so many night. bands touring right now. It was. It's so crazy that like everything, the prices have gone up in Europe, like yeah. tour yeah. buses and gas and yes. just flights and everything. Yes. 
Yeah. And I feel like those are the companies just trying to make their money back from losing it. Maybe. They are uh-huh. trying to make their money back off the backs of artists, you know, yeah. which has mm. always been the case of like, oh, let's take the money out of the artists, which is completely ridiculous considering the artist is the one that's suffering for most of the time. But it's always been like that with the music business. Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. Last ones to make the money. Right. But, but that, ones- that's also like uh, why I like show business, music business, because it's uh, it's so um, it's so harsh. <laughs> and I, yeah. I, I, I like it's it because yeah, yeah, it is it is it is toughest there's no business like show business <laughs> and I enjoy that mm-hmm. a lot because it's you're challenging yourself. Challenge, you have to yes. have to be very disciplined. No matter how you feel, you have to entertain those people mm. on stage and you have to overcome whatever is in your mind or yeah, or even even stomach or something or you, right. and all these difficulties. I think a lot of people well, I, now I, I now I like um, reveal it, but I, I'm like as being in a band. I, I every time I go to see some other band, I just wonder when the intro type tape is on. I wonder if they are still in the toilet right now. You know see, what I'm saying? Because I, I am. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm like you. You hear? You go to see Metallica, and you're like, wow, there's a this this song comes in, and you're wondering like which one is the latest there, and then come out, come out, it's an intro tape going on. So because true. Because that's how it is when. Like at least some bands that uh, that that it's it is so true. Yeah, it's. I'm going to the bathroom. I always have to go. I have to take a shit before I go. I always get nervous stomach every time I have to go to the bathroom. And the intro's going, and I'm in the bathroom. They're waiting for me. Right. Because I'm in the bathroom. That's so true. Or if we go too early uh, behind the stage or close to the stage, and it's like, okay, wait two more minutes. All our the sixty nine were five of us. All the members start one by one running back towards. You know, to, so true, to, dude. <laughs> well, yeah, being there too early, I'm like, come on, let's just go out there right now. But yeah, no, you know what I mean. It's like, like, no, he left wow. to the toilet. Wait, wait, wait. Right. You know, do you ever? If it says you have to play at nine twenty, <laughs> and the band ends early, do you ever go on stage earlier than the set time? Uh, yeah. I mean, well, you keep it, it by depends. the you keep the, you keep it because it's a set time. Yeah, Especially in the, it depends on what the I don't know. The promoter or whoever is there because like i'm always like second. the kids the kids probably know what time we're playing maybe they're not here yet so yeah, if I exactly. five minutes early oh maybe yeah, one, yeah that's true yeah. do you know what i mean yeah, i get yeah. crazy about that yeah no it's it's definitely like to play at the set time exactly yeah you know people are expecting that what is so what does the name 69 eyes come from um why 69 eyes yeah thank you for the great question and and, and i have the the answer which is like uh like uh, every most of the bands have this answer, um, similar kind of answer. It's just, just no logical explanation. It just sounded good, okay. and uh, and you know it's it's a temporary name. Right. Temp- we were, we we had the band together like a month or something, and then there was an opportunity to play a surprise show at the, at some night party, and we needed a name for a flyer, mm-hmm. and I've seen. And I, I, I had, you know, 69 eyes was somewhere, and I, and, and I thought that let's use this temporarily. Yeah, and I'm, gotcha. I'm also like a temporary, temporary singer. I, 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 was, I knew these guys who play rock, and I was there until they find the singer. <laughs> so, you know, like, it's just like, just temporary name, temporary singer, you know. Interesting. And, but it's, it's just you like. You came up with it. Yeah, and yes, to to put in the flyer, but right. it, it it has the elements of like uh, if you think the late '80s, especially, it has the elements of like uh, sci-fi, horror, mm-hmm. sleaze, um, and also like symbols of six and nine and yeah, I. They are like okay. eternal symbols from 
since Mayans, Egyptians, mm. and then, but, but together, I mean, I was think if I would think I would think it like like kind of like you know you know the remember the movie the blob yeah so serious similar kind of sci-fi movie that there comes the monster with 69 eyes mm. and you know like uh, with the strange flying saucer you know like 50s <laughs> yeah. easy comics rock and roll yeah. thing but on the other hand it, it, it every time people ask about the sexual connotation of it and so it's cool why not you know I so, think it's a great name and, and it's also like uh, from uh, the cramps, human fly. Yes. There's uh, 96 tears and 96 eyes. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Ooh. Was it 96? Yeah, and so on. You know, so yeah. so it, it has. I can explain it many ways, but it's it's like the Rolling Stones, Sisters of Mercy. I've read these interviews. They always tell that there's actually no meaning of the name. It's a temporary name. So. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah. I, I think a lot of bands that do that have to come up with a name to put on a flyer for their first. Yeah, make quickly. Something up, then it yeah. just right. sticks. Yeah, and it works. Yeah. That was really well thought out, though. I mean, all those references that you gave totally. Yeah, well, that was, that was because I was, uh, and I still I am, and I, uh, I want to stick to them. I'm, I'm influenced by, like, uh, I'm, I'm a comics nerd. Yeah, uh, I love, uh, like, love like comics. I was, um, like, um, like I loved Marvel comics and it's horror movies, B movies, um, all that stuff, and and then of course. The cramps introduced me all that culture uh, back then. Yeah. Of course, the misfits, everything which yes. and and you know there was a this B movie culture was very strong in the eighties, mm. like um, weird movies, magazine, mm-hmm. and all, all all this and psychotronic movies and all this and of course then um, one of my favorite um, like still today directors is Russ Meyer yeah and 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 very simple but he's not talked that much about these days but True. on the mm-hmm. other hand um I, if you uh, they heard a listening tip listen to the title song for the movie fast faster pussycat kill 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 because that song uh the lyrics for that song are very today and then they are um I'm also these days I'm very interested in feminism, so that song has a lot of very modern elements. Also, mm. not going much further to it, but Russ Meyer movies. Yeah. The, the main main thing you have some idea of them, but what if you if, if we start to study them a little bit more clear? Maybe there's actually some values which have not been discovered in the way that they might discover them today. You know, like if you if you know what I'm trying to avoid so certain terms, but you know, yeah. like one of my favorite just movies is uh, Beyond the Valley of the Dolls, which is the best rock and roll movie in my books, and, and so I was fan of fanboy of that stuff, and then of course uh, science fiction. So when it came with the Sixty Nine Eyes, we were into the names that I just mentioned: Dead yeah. Boys, Iggy and the Stooges, New York Dolls. Mm-hmm. Uh, then from our country came the band Hanoi Rocks, which combined all that stuff together. So they were big influence for us. And then I wanted something different there. So I wanted there to be horror elements and vampire stuff because you know those days also like the Anne Rice had had her books oh, out, yeah, was and there was basically no vampire movies back then. Mm. Like in the like the vampire movies were made in the in the sixties and seventies. Yeah, then there was the something yeah. very quiet period. Then came out like uh, 
Fright Night, Lost Boys, right. you yes. know. And that was the time when we started our band and the rock and roll vampires were pretty much like we were waiting that something will happen then came Inter with, with the vampires. Yeah, well. one of your videos is Lost Boys kind of yes. theme. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, so so I, I put that horror element to our cool. glammy, snotty, garagey mm-hmm. rock and thought that this this is a cool idea with the weird name and it's still the same idea there. Were you singing in a band before 69 Eyes? No, I no, I no. This is your first band? Yeah. And wow. I, and and then I then I just and all of, all the other guys had basically no like uh they didn't wow. have a musical background. So the 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 thing of our band is there's no virtuoso if that's that's a right, right. word. Like yeah. everybody's very average or kind of yeah, and mm-hmm. kind of bad musicians, bad singer. Mm-hmm. Same. So so you but then we can write uh, catchy songs together. Uh, yes, and and then where we we managed to make few songs that people people know about us. And if I go to well, I mean that sounds probably funny for you guys, but it's it's I think it's cool if I go to Rainbow Bar and Criddle on Sunset Strip and they play the Six Down Eyes among Mötley Crews and Guns and Roses and Rats yeah. there. So I'm I I got a vibe that oh I made it. Yeah, that's you huge. Know? Yes, in a way. So that we're very average. Um, and and there, there's no guitar or drum solos in our shows and stuff like that. We just we 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 wanted to be like the bands that we were that were we were idolizing. Also, yeah, of course, I, I forgot to mention Ramones. Of course. Hell yeah. yeah! Yeah. So that was a, that was a you know like how we started, and actually it's still today how it is. The main change is like. Um, First tw- ten years, I was I, I didn't know what, what what to do, so I was just like uh, experiencing with my voice, and it's mo- mm. pretty h- high. I like my speaking voice is like this. Yeah. When I sing, it goes down deep deep down. So I was <laughs> singing from from this how I speak right now, but then I started to experience when I got actually some finally some technology at home which is just like four track recorders. So I what if I sing low? And all of a sudden, that's a joke. And then all of a sudden it's like, wow, this sounds. And then at the same time, of course, I, of course, the Gothic rock was always yeah. there as influential. Yeah. Like, and and in general, the singers, Elvis is my favorite. Yeah, you can tell. Artist from the beginning of ever, I, I discovered him. I saw his funeral on TV, wow. and I asked from mom what's going on, and mm-hmm. mom said that's a American rock star. Mm-hmm. And there, there I started to discover rock and roll. So. Elvis, Jim Morrison, mm-hmm. uh, Iggy, yeah. uh, Bo- oh, Bowie. Yes, I was just about to. Uh, <laughs> let's go. Uh, he's, he's not there yet. Then Glenn Danzig. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. And then, then all of a sudden, 90s brought Pre- yeah. Pete Steele. So I was like, okay, let, let's try. If I can get this low voice when <laughs> I'm singing. Right. So all of a sudden, we, I did, we did some like uh, humor demos. I'm singing low. And, and it sounds sounded good. And all of a sudden, we recorded that stuff and then we got the <coughs> roadrunner deal uh wow. we, after a couple of records and before and then we got this Who was album. The A&R person uh we we, we were uh in a we were in a, in a european roadrunner oh, okay back, back yeah. then mm-hmm. in, in in germany so who was the uh can't remember his name unfortunately okay. but it's the same I, we we ran into the same guy have been hank Yes. 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 Sure. He was an asshole. I'm sorry, <laughs> but I know who you're talking about. He he was there for quite some time, but he was quintessential for. Can Can lot. you believe that I actually did couple of like um, 
like radio jingles like uh, Hi, this is Peter Steele. Check out the new 69 Eyes album. And stuff like that. You just totally weren't Peter <laughs> Steele and you did it. <laughs> yeah, I did. They asked me to do that back serious? then. But I mean, I met, I met, those, I met those guys right. and, and all, all good, but it was just like... That's uh, incredible. That was... But you know, like uh, the, the thing, like the beginning of rock and roll was like Elvis joking around and, and with That's All Right Mama. And then Sam Phillips is like, hold it, hold it. What is that? And no, no, we're just joking around. So it's sort of like similar start for the 69 eyes mm-hmm. at some, after after a decade like we were joking around wow. and and singing hello and all of a sudden everybody's hey that's cool and then the music is in the ra- in the radio back in Finland and all of a sudden we'll so we will you know we're on German charts we we've sold gold and eventually wow. platinum wow. and all that like it happened pretty fast but oh. it it's also like you all, all you guys remember that just before emo came up there was like this gothic wave going through yes, uh, yeah. the world europe most likely was mostly likely in germany mm-hmm. and then then here came up emo and 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 that that stuff so and then then we came here to the states as well like 2005 and and we fit in the picture of 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 like you guys, club life with mm. with, with uh, whatever everything like AFI and yeah. and my chemical romance and all these things uh, happening. All of a sudden, like the Sixty Nine Eyes, the band from the late eighties, glammy band. What what with the, all of a sudden we're among like happening scene mm. here. So it's like timing. It has yeah. a lot to yeah. do with sometimes success in the music world. A lot of people don't realize yeah. it's a combination of things. And doing things for the real extreme. reasons. Like yeah, honest absolutely. reasons, like just rock and roll yeah. lovers. Yeah, it's a combination. No, nobody, Definitely there's no guy who says like, hey, do this and that or or presents you to the right people. That never actually happened. Right. It just happened to be not, like I, like, like I just explained the thing that we rehearsed in a rehearsal place and we're, we're stoked that the system of down guys just happened to be in the next room. So yeah. it's still the same like excitement of being in a band, like which was very cool late eighties, like in the Helsinki uh, scene in the nights to go to the club. I didn't have a guitar case, but our guitarist had, and the girls were like, "Whoa, there's a guitarist <laughs> with black hair, back comp hair coming into the club." So yeah. the same kind of vibe. You know, which which I think we preserve in 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 a, in in that way. Like I was kind of like a dream, of dreamers forever. You know, living yeah. living sometimes living the dream. You know, but uh, still dreaming and still you know like thinking that there's something's gonna wait bigger waiting for us somewhere. You know. Yeah, and still believing, still having fun, still being excited about it. Yes, and and you know, not like keeps uh, you young. Y- and, yeah, and also like not like um, stuck into the same routines mm-hmm. or patterns. That's what I'm always being a little bit against. And sometimes when we had like a, back ten years ago, like real professional managers, they got like tired of me being always like trying to can we go to the festival one day earlier because this band is playing and i want to see them or something and, <laughs> and, right. and, and I, I was shit. i was said like no that's not professional you go there and van picks you up and takes you away you mm. don't stay there and you know obviously we were also partying uh which was what I'm here now, so you know. But but it was like it's just there's something because you're still a fan too. Yeah, yeah. And you want to see the fan? Yeah. I'm doing the same thing. We're playing the third day of Riot Fest. I want to go the first day to see Foo Fighters and Turnstile, 
because I just want to go watch the bands all weekend. I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying to get in there for the weekend because I love. I love watching I, absolutely. music. Absolutely, of course. What What was like for growing up for you? Like, what was your exposure to this type of music? Like, what kind of music well, were you to as a kid? So, um, so I'm since I'm from Finland and uh, uh, our country is very Americanized, mm-hmm. and and that's something what I. Is in particular in right now want to explain so um because like um uh we, we are we are between east and west you know like in and especially those days we're talking about late on the border yes Russia. yes well yeah. we're talking about about like the late 60s early 70s so we but we had the freedom to look either way we wanted you know you mm. can you know like look to east or west so but i was looking to to west. the west and uh, you know like uh and uh we we had all your tv series um and mickey mouse was like uh, like my first toys were mickey mouse and donald duck you know wow. start from that that's, a, that's a, and i still have them like when i was like one year old wow. or something so i uh, but didn't now now i now i can analyze it this way that um so we had your tv uh shows majority of them and they are not overdubbed so mm-hmm. we learn the okay. phrases right. we learn the customs and uh there was that was my favorite and 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 then when i discovered rock and roll before that i discovered comics uh and then i start I, I became a marvel comics nerd and uh, i i i ordered um like old used marvel comics from america like, like i was handling out leaflets as, as a job after school so to get money to order back issues of right. like x-men or fantastic four yeah yeah spider-man amazing spider-man mm-hmm. is my is, is the coolest it's probably the most classic yeah you know, yeah and i just stuff. actually watched the stan lee documentary from uh from disney's channel mm-hmm. that was actually really cool once again like open up that world right. which i sometimes you for i forget it and put it away mm. but i still have my college I, I was a scri- then i was later on subscriber of of those magazines from here from the states so i have like near mind if somebody's interested in condition like uh frank miller's uh daredevil yeah. i got the issues when frank they came miller, out yeah john byrne fantastic four mm-hmm. uh, wow. x-men you know i was i was subscriber of those another golden era of marvel like oh, yeah. totally early early 80s yeah, yeah. so X-Men, it was massive and and what i world, yeah. what i got from there was also like there was advertisements of of the movies like uh return of the jedis coming out and the movies came out a little bit later in europe and in especially in finland but i was sort of like absorbed the culture which is between the comic stories so i was like uh interested in that and fascinated with that i i never came to the states until i when i was 19 but i was like fan of rock and roll comics movies all this culture and i was just thinking like you you become like uh you, you your talent will show when you do these 10,000 repetitions you know mm-hmm. so i think in that sense my 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 knowledge of american pop culture uh is i i did that 10,000 repetitions like as a kid absorbing and religiously just like being so into that stuff mm-hmm. and and so that's what I've been using with the 69 eyes and whatever I've been doing like that knowledge and that love for for yeah. that the America 
American culture and that sides of of your countries, whatever it represents, you know, yeah. like 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 naivistically, you know, like mm. all the best parts and all and of course being aware. So you know, just being a fanboy of America. Let's st start with that, and then put that to the rock. Then recycling rock and roll back in a way to the states. That yeah. was we were told when we played here first time, 2005. There was people with gray hair, which are everywhere these days among my <laughs> friends. <clears throat> But I, then at the, in the audience, they said like, "Oh, we saw Led Zeppelin, and, and we came to see because you're a real rock band. You know, like uh, we play out of tune, and we have cables to guitars, and you know, and and <laughs> we have amplifiers." The, The, the guys think that's important, like where like that there's amplifier on stage yeah. that nobody, like nobody starts a band anymore. Probably when you start a band now, you probably buy lights first. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But we're, 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 these guys in our band, they think that's important. There's like the audience will pay to see um, Marshall Marshalls on stage and and Ampex and something like that. So we we. <laughs> We and so what I learned from rock and roll from the 50s rock and roll and and all the history of rock and roll I recycled with the 69 ice and and brought it back with the bunch of pop culture that I've learned over the years the Marvel ethics uh, horror uh, legacy and all that stuff and uh, so that was that was there and then I was interested in that and and of course I was a nerd I was at home. Okay. Um, um, my my hobbies uh, when I was uh, at Uh, first or second grade was like uh, like my mo my mother bought me a piano when I was eight wow. and then I was taking writing lessons oh. so I think was that really popular among other age so guys <laughs> so the I, other, I can relate yeah <laughs> so the other guys were playing football or right. any, something like that and I'm 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 going to writing lessons. But you're into it. Well, now I'm really proud of that. Like, right. yeah. God bless my ma up, up heavens. You know, that was fantastic. You know, like, uh, I still today don't have a driving license. I tell you later <laughs> why. But I can ride a horse yeah. across the town, you know, to, to Sunset Strip if you have horse here. Like, let me, let, I can't borrow. Can you borrow that? So I, I go to the rainbow. And I love to see you on a horse. Yes. 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 You on a horse? Yeah. Yeah, Sheriff, you remember Sheriff McCloud? But yeah, was the he TV series. Oh, maybe. Dennis Weaver. Oh, yeah, I know that. Yeah, he was he was riding horse like through New York, like yeah. in the beginning beginning of the TV series. Nevertheless, so that was wow. those were my hobbies. So that was kind of like. Uh, And piano, I, I never really learned that because I wasn't patient enough. And and I saw uh, my piano, our piano was, was in the living room and uh, there was a big window and I saw my other guys from from, uh, from a neighbor house is playing football. And I, I was supposed to rehearse, but they were running happily with a football. So yeah. do, do, do you know, you, then I you know what, what happened, you know, I was there <laughs> with them. Yeah. But I still have the piano. It, it's still with me, and I, I learned the basics of notes and all that. That's of great. course, that has to be there to make rock and roll in the of course, end. Of course, yeah. so it helps. But you know, that was a. And then, then later on, I, um, uh, I was my my mother, um, I, I'm, she was uh, she was my single parent, so she she was very artistic, and she she was good at everything uh in art he, she taught me uh like 
respect arts and all that. So uh, then I was also like, uh, that's gonna I, be my next question. It yeah, like, so I was drawing in school, or is that a, yeah, coming from home? Home, and then then I was a good good at in drawing. So mm-hmm. I was at some point when I was a teenager, I started to draw comics, and that's how in the mid eighties you connected like-minded people through fanzines. Yes. Yeah, the yeah. people were drawing, there was comic fanzines, fanzines, but these people were also punk rockers and, and goths, early goths. Uh, and so you were all of a sudden touched with a little bit older guys and who were, you know, who were putting out comic magazines. And I, I started to draw rock and roll comics, black and white ones, and... Um, uh, they were about like nightlife in Helsinki, how the people, the, the, the mid-80s looking crowd in the rock clubs, golf clubs. I was too young to go there, but I've seen pictures in magazines how people looked like. Wow. And uh, th- that was something that, that I imagined. And there was, just, you know, like g- vampires, goth rockers, rockers, uh, you know, like uh, people in, in nightclubs. And, and, and always it was always night, so it took really long time to draw black and you know with real <laughs> real pens you yeah, know? yeah and yeah. so that was something so i get get this i was connected network started through that and of mm. course with that uh, like you were you had like these people as your pen pals and you get feedback from your comics and then probably some recommendations check out nick cave and the bad seeds new ep mm. mutiny it's out it's really cool it's and awesome. then then you went to the record stores to find these like I, I discovered the Cramps, Gun Club, uh, all all the all the all these kind of bands, and they were in the same place, which was just called punk. And there was also like <laughs> Sisters of Mercy, yeah. and there, there's no It was just punk, yeah. and yeah. all these yeah. records were there. And then, obviously, uh, you know, the eighties started to happen, and I was a teenager at some point, and there it all started slowly happened. But I was also like because. Uh, of that, I I was uh, freaking my school class. I I that had was, whatever yeah. hair I have psychobilly hair at some point. I love the meteors. I saw them, nice. saw them, and I had a so shaved shaved hair. The meteor meteors, meteors. Oh, right, right, right. which is I like a, the mentors. I was like, wow. Oh, okay. uh, I knew about them, but yeah. they never probably toured in Europe. It's <laughs> 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 crazy. But I but it, the meteors were singing about like you know like uh, my daddy was a vampire and mm-hmm. and and. Voodoo, Verdum, and this same, same, let's take in and about Michael Myers, mm-hmm. and you know, so there it was, and I was excited about this, and of course, like as a teenager, you have to have very individual music, music taste, so I saw the album of Alien Sex Fiend yeah, back yeah, then, and I started yeah. to write them, there was an address, like, and they sent me their, I, I, so, so cool, so my soundtrack was actually, I was buying, they, they sold, um, live recordings of their shows as C tapes. So th- so I was listening to that stuff. The rest of the school my classmates were listening listening to New Queen or A C D C and I was listening AC like Alien Sex Fiend live shows on C tape. Wow, you know, but you have really to be all, you always want to be very individual at I, that I, age. I would think at I, that age it's it de- depending on the person because some people want to fit in. Yeah. You know, a lot of times totally. so they're gonna listen to what everybody else yeah, is I know. listening to. But I, I can relate to where you're coming from. I definitely nerd, um, big fan of comics. You yeah. know, the stories of these characters was bigger than life. 
you know and 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 then in a weird way like i don't understand why i was drawn to like this scene of like the cramps like had such a massive influence in my taste i, I it was such an element of like real rock and roll and this freedom and danger and, and danger mm, and, just and, mis- and mystery mystery and i love the freedom of the voice and the people surrounding it like they were just it just seemed like they were completely themselves and not ashamed of it and and i love the the soulfulness the there's a lot of soulful rhythms going on and especially the vocals i love the vocal and it was like original rock and roll like like it was in the 50s so like wild dangerous but it was in the 80s like happening i was like what is going on and think think of how brian gregory looked like oh yeah like like it's still today i mean if like what a how he come he came up with this idea? And and but <laughs> later on, later on, I I realized like you know like though some of those bands from CBGB's scene, uh, namely like Blondie, mm. they were they were actually in their thirties. Same same with Suicide, they were probably at their forties because they yeah. lied their age. And same with the Cramps, they were in their thirties. And and I'm like a sixteen and looking at their picture like and I saw, I went to see them in, in England like uh uh Stay Sick Tour, like which was like uh eighty nine or something. Wow. And I wow. saw them in a Virgin Mega store. They had a signing session and they came came there with the <laughs> like a tight, you know, like a wet look clothes and well, sunglasses yeah, and yeah. black perfect hair. <laughs> And they 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 looked like yeah. I don't know out of this world. Now I think like oh wow they were actually in their forties, you know. <laughs> but I mean for it's me it's what. Right? But but yeah. you never yeah, think right. you you didn't think yeah. about that. They were no, just the true. coolest looking people in the world. Pretty cool. And you you know and so that that was one of the secrets of the CBGB scene. If we still look at the pictures, I wonder how come they had all this. They were perfect from the start but they actually had some background done and homework yeah you know it yeah. was not not just like now we have like uh for instance billy eilish or or like a little peep who just comes out of nowhere and, right. and they are like like actually like buddy holly was ready immediately mm-hmm. he was perfect like when he came at as at the age of 18 and same with billy eilish or or mm-hmm. rest in peace little peep they came very early age and they were ready they had something but like later on like sort of like at at least i'm comforting myself like no matter like later latter age like mm, well i come up with something new s- soon you know <laughs> or or somebody looks at me like wow that guy's ready and i'm like yeah i mean i mean thank you i've been trying to be ready but i'm you know you know ready. what i mean you know yeah yeah do you have any uh brothers and sisters no no i'm a, i'm a single guy okay. and um that was that was a thing and of course like then listening home l- collecting marvel comics mm. and and drawing comics being contacted contact with these these uh bohemian guys releasing comic book okay of course the one of the most important things not only marvel was of course when i discovered robert crump and the underground you know all that all of a sudden it's like hold on Rebuff Comics, Freak yeah. Brothers, yeah. San Francisco. Uh, hmm. Wow, it was, this yeah. is this is the coolest ever, and all it, that stuff. It changed everything for yeah, me. In the exactly, whole comic exactly, game. exactly. I, like, I didn't even know this existed. And then like yeah. graphic novels, and a little about. bit like mm. hiding that stuff, like yeah. from my mom. You know, like yeah, I, I wouldn't, really I would, I still wouldn't show like uh, Zap <laughs> comics to like 
if you, if somebody it's is intense. not with the no. It's like It's like really these artists like putting out some of their perversions or yes. like, okay. like crazy S. Clay ideas Wilson, Robert Crumb. playing with it and just like putting it out there and not being ashamed of it, you know, just kind gotcha. of like these ideas that go through their head and just kind of like a diary. It seems yeah. like they're just spilling out their truth. Mm. of like, I like this type of girls that are like not yeah. the classic beautiful girl. Like it's a nerdy guy. Like, I like girl with the big butt. Or like okay. a big nose, like I'm not afraid to say that. And, and these pictures, and boots, and boots yeah, are very, like, boots are very important. Yes, and boots and shoes. Are like <laughs> oh, I like a girl with big boots and kind of taking charge. And wow, like really out there. Yeah, you know, but like, they once again they were older guys. Yeah, and I wasn't supposed. I was true. probably in the audience. They thought that will be reading their stuff, but I, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I learned everything from there as well. So in, in and also psychedelic experiences, yeah. like mm. like I was. It's just like wow, <laughs> so you know. But it came in the same time as as uh, you know discovering the doors yeah. and yeah. all that. Yeah. You know, it comes to same time probably for everybody. And then all of a sudden, you you were a little bit older and knew about at least you thought something, and you were more interested in. First, I was like I was a rockabilly guy to Elvis, and then I to the to the original rock and roll and rockabilly, and then came like Stray Cats, mm -hmm. which was like fantastic, Hell like yeah. modern rockabilly, and then the Cramps, yes. and then came this this like goth goth scene all mm -hmm. of a sudden appeared like uh, which was huge. I mean, yeah. it was Alien, Sex, Fiend, Sisters of Mercy, Mercy oh. Christian Death, S I Specimen, like, yeah, all this like stuff, all the Skinny Puppy. That was nineties, yeah, like, or, or like 90s, or late eighties, yeah. yeah, yeah. But then, then that came at, up um, as well. But as as speaking to Toby, which I can't wait to at at after this interview to see your Madonna tattoos. Oh yeah, sure. Oh, sure. Of course, <laughs> of course. At the same time, there's the coolest pop music happening. The coolest yes. culture yeah. club, uh, culture club, huge Madonna bangers. Uh, uh, De uh, dead or alive all all this yeah. well basically everything's still i'm i'm super excited and fa super fan it's a good and point that you have yeah. I mean, the yeah. pop scene was thriving yeah like anything that was coming out it just seemed like so well written so yes michael jackson everything yeah every, yeah of course every of course. realm like, of so every good style it's it yeah. was just like it was hard to miss like, and, and then once again the movies all all the, uh, all, the, the all the 80s <laughs> yeah. all the 80s is Incredible. it's it's I, I don't we we ne we don't miss it but it, we were we are glad that we experienced that yes. everything from from the styles of people to them to all the culture and everything so that that was happening and that was inspiring so I think that's one of the reasons I'm still here mm -hmm. and yeah. and strangely enough actually I'm I'm for two years, I've had a radio show in in in, in Helsinki, uh, which is called '80s Rock Show, <laughs> nice. which is like I'm playing three hours. It's it's a it's a playlist, but still I have all the stories of of like '80s music because you yeah. know I've been touring with the Scorpions in South America right. and things like this. So, but it's it's so it's so so it, when we play when we have the show, we, we say that and and I say that the, you don't have to change the channel; it's going to be safe. It, this music has been tested for 40 years. <laughs> That's true. Keep this, don't touch the dial, just keep your hands on the wheel and enjoy. Nice. But that is, that's how it is. I mean, that's what we probably want to bring back and want to 
keep alive and what has been happening so much recently from the 80s is like the wipe wipe of the music wipe of the movies mm. every movie has been recycled or tv series yeah. Yeah. from there because it was like think of like like um it was stranger things nile of the jewel or mm. something like that it's, it's positive good white yeah. movie that then on on the then happened the 90s and current times and then there's what what's going on and but you know that kind of positive vibe from there is something that it's gladly here everyone every time we want because well, it's really that yeah. good, artifacts definitely great writers at that time and, and and they were able to have that freedom to write about things and take that chance yep. i think in the 80s True. there was a lot of taking chances I think once they realized that there's a big money behind it, a lot of those chances dropped out where people start writing uh, or duplicating. You're like trying mm. to revive something that yeah. made money then that was just authentic and very real. And then like, oh, let's redo this again because True. it's a safe way to try to make money and capitalize on something that already was capitalized on, but it happened in a natural way. Um, it doesn't work necessarily all the times, like this revamping of certain things, but... If you're able to take those elements from it and create something new, you know, that's find that balance, then it can be very successful. You mentioned Stranger. We're just Stranger bringing about the, eight, the 80s vibe in that movie it, it, and all it, the soundtracks. Absolutely. I mean, it was heavily influenced because it was people like our age that are working in that industry now. Yeah. Like, I think that stuff is done for us, actually. Like as we were with the 69 eyes, with the 69 eyes as we were here uh, like a month ago, the whole we had a one day off and, and we went to Disneyland, whole band. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking like, actually, Disneyland is, is for everybody, of course, and so on. But I mean, it's probably for us, for our age guys. We'll get mm -hmm. excited to see. I met actually Mickey Mouse. Mm -hmm. oh, blew, uh, it blew my mind. But I mean, well, we are we are excited of that stuff. Seeing and and seeing the parades and yeah, oh wow, there's right. a, you know, like there and uh, there's Peter Pan, you know, or something like that. And <laughs> Captain Hook, wow. But um, I don't. Yeah. And and we're excited. I don't know how much like um, childhood younger people these days are excited uh, of meeting Mickey Mouse. But it doesn't matter. Sure. Good point. But but that's that a, that's a, a point. that's a thing with with uh, with uh, why I mean. Talk, doing this here, there's a, quite near here. There's a billboard of like uh, Indiana Jones, which comes right. out like in a week. Think about that. It's 2023, <laughs> and then there's like uh, like uh, yeah, and and he's there. Yeah. New movie coming. New movie coming out. Are we happy or are we unhappy? Or I don't know. It's I, I'm it's happy explosions. for for being here and experiencing all yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. I just never imagined. I mean, even when we talk about all this stuff, did you imagine? That this was popular in Finland, you know, like yeah, a lot of these no. things were happening. I mean, for us, I think it's bizarre to think that it had such an impact, bigger than we could possibly imagine, because there was no internet at the time. So, yeah, oh, sure, yeah. I would sure. never imagine like you would know it's you know on the other side of the yeah, world. Love boat, love boat. Happy happy days. Showing happy this days. stuff. Hill Street Blues. I mean, this was you know. Oh my God. Blues. I, I, I remember all yeah. the things. Of course, Miami like Miami Vice is still like I I I want to have never, some time to watch imagined. them again. Taxi. I never, I never taxi. Yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. Any of Cheers. this stuff was like Cheers. there yeah. on the other side of the world, and people were okay. The impact. What 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 would be the coolest ever if some of us or any artist which was doing that think of being as a guest in the Muppet Show. 
Oh yeah, that yeah. was wild. Yeah, still, and and all these things are <laughs> hit. They yeah. still, yeah. yeah. Come on, man. Right. Yeah, come on. Like, Kermit says your name. Yeah, yeah. What, 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 and... yeah. What, there won't be. There's nothing cooler than that. Maybe if you were guesting in, uh, you know, Happy Days and played at the Al's <laughs> Bar. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that was weird. But but, it, but think of Muppet Show. I mean, but those things are heavily alive in uh, in the social media. I mean, if yeah. you, I I, th I don't know. Maybe I'm. My, I'm some. I'm. Of course, we are living in our own bubbles. But no matter what I do, there's always somehow, like, uh, love boat beginnings coming with the <laughs> with the whoever guessing the. Such a crazy concept for a show. <laughs> yeah. When you think about it now, it's just like it's. it's how could that ever have been popular? And then then they started to make like kind of like uh, the Sixteen and I used that as well. We put our band picture there, like starring. The sixteen and I. I first saw <laughs> if like, you're a love boat thing. You're I, huge. Like, yeah, you're I, already like yeah, stardom. Yeah, I saw. Know? I saw the cramps picture there. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, exactly. Love boat or that, Fantasy Island. Yeah, you know, yeah, part of that. Yeah, of course. You, all all that stuff. All that stuff. But you know, like being being a guest in a Muppet show, yeah, you would be true. cemented to the. You would have star. You know, on Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Hanging like, out, uh, an, hanging out, hanging out, animal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean, yeah, sick. yeah. I mean, yeah. So, was was your mom uh, strict growing up for you? Yeah, of course, very strict. Oh, That's really? why I don't have tattoos. Oh, wow. yeah. So you know, I was gonna and, ask you that. because I was listening to her. Okay, you know, good kid. She's, yeah, she's not around. Unfortunately, which which is very. I'm still unhappy about it. I'm but, sure. But you know, like. Uh, uh, really strict rules and I'm glad about it and I listen to that mm -hmm. still some extent mm -hmm. then on the other hand I, I, I was screwing my hair and looking kind of weird till in the end of school but the, uh, she made uh, so I wanted to move away from home and go to the to we weren't living in in the capital town Helsinki, Helsinki then right. I, I were living in the countryside but I wanted to go to the capital Helsinki because everything was ha everything Helsinki. was happening there yeah yes there was there was still you know like Hanoi rocks happened in the early 80s but we had like uh, goth clubs and like rock and roll scene which was pretty much like they're still what they left you know, mm -hmm. and uh, so that's I started to go there uh, by tr it was an hour trip by train. I go started to go there to see shows, uh, meet people, and uh, see what's what's going on in the capital. And uh, then I, I I decided that I have to get to the university. That was a chance to get away from home and move to Helsinki. Is school free. There? Yes. Yeah. Okay, that's the thing. I, always we've been asked like, and I've been asked like, how come you are? Uh, because I have a master's degree and I'm going to university. How how come? But it's free in our country. Mm. Also like healthcare, mm. these yeah. kind of things. Mm. So, you know, even poor kid like me could go to the university. Right. So that was then I turn then I turned 18 and I moved away from home, and I was at the university. But at the same time, going like every night to see these bands and shows. And then the turning point was summer after moving away from home to to Helsinki. I I, um, I drew a comic and I got some fee from that, which was oh. enough to get the flying ticket to to New York. That's, that's wow. incredible. And then you know, like um, um, I I mentioned Hanoi Rocks, which is a band from Helsinki, and 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 owes a lot to New York Dolls, uh, Rolling Stones, Aerosmith. But they were. They were very different in the early 80s, and uh, then they crashed and burned, and uh, and 
they but their impact on how we were dressing up in Finland was was enormous. We back humped our hair. We had cowboy boots on our tight jeans. Actually, right. look at how I look still today. <laughs> 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 so, so and and we were and the guys were using like eyeliner and you know like New York yeah. doll st- mm-hmm. style. So we were looking like that in the in the mid '80s because of Hanoi Rocks and of course there was some other things happening. You know, like the '80s in general. Yeah. With the ha- with the hairstyle. Mm-hmm. So um, then. All of a sudden, uh, like um, in the in the late '80s, I I saw a British music magazine. I uh, was following what was going on, and there was a picture of a band who was playing uh, in London, and they looked exactly like Hanoi Rocks looked like five years ago still. And I was, and there was a couple of other bands from Hollywood at the same time in the same magazine, and mm. they looked like how we looked five years earlier. Mm-hmm. So I was like. Uh, I thought that th- this kind of old-fashioned but interesting, and that was of course like uh, Guns and Roses, and then the other bands were like Faster Pussycat and L.A. Guns, and I uh, they looked like we used to look, and still to some extent looked in, in Helsinki. So yeah. I, I was wondering what's going on, and musically they sounded more metal, but uh, it was interesting and kind of music that it was that, that was cool, and so. I thought that I want to go to L.A. because, um, like, 1967 was Summer of Love in San Francisco. Uh, 1977 was punk rock happening in London. Mm-hmm. Somebody told me that young older guy. So I w- it was 87. I was like, okay, it's a t- every 10 years something happens, and now it's my time. I'm I'm in my, le- uh, you know, like uh, I'm 19, and I need I want to go there where the action is. Yeah. So. I I decided to go to LA, but my money I didn't have enough money for flights and hotels, so I ended up to New York, and I was there a couple of weeks. Uh, and uh, of course, it was better to <laughs> to there was CBGBs. There was still Johnny Thunders, Didi Ramon walking around. Yeah, all that scene was there. Also, um, you know the the clammy Guns and Roses scene was happening there big big time at these clubs limelight uh mm-hmm. the cat club cat club was yes cat club. Yeah. Yeah, yeah scrap bar all scrap that bar, yeah. so it was actually it, but it was more street yeah here was he always was like at some extent more bubble gum yeah. you know uh, with 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 those bands that never we, we names we don't still anymore remember but you know like uh so it was cooler to get there and and then all of a sudden I met all these people who are still t- my friends today and I I saw some bands and I ever, ever since I s- at the teenager saw some rock bands um I saw him, uh, one of the first bands I saw was Road to the New Church with Steve oh, Bader's great yeah. bands yeah great so band. I I thought that I have I have the same no I have the no with those guys on stage mm-hmm. I I get it, so I don't know I I was like like I understand what yeah. what what, it, what I understand that thing you know, seeing them on stage. So, and then I came to New York and see see those bands there, and I was like, I understand this thing. So then I was sort of like, maybe I should, you know, meet some musicians. I and uh, th- I I haven't any experiences with being in the bands before. And then all of a sudden we had the Sixty Nine Eyes, and I was a temporary singer. Yeah. Singer. I was just ready to make flyers for this band. I came up with the name. I I was a comics artist, so right. I, I I was I was all for them. And here I am still, you know. I, I, well, to go back real quick, are you uh, you are uh, 
Are you a chemist or a scientist? Uh, yeah. Well, um, I I graduated anal analytical chemistry. Yeah, 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 analytical. Yeah, I I graduated and then I went to university. It took me like a decade to get my papers out because all of a sudden I had the band and and all that, that took my time. But I have my papers out and later on. I up upgraded. I I have another master's degree for computerized uh, like science as well, uh, just because it's free and, and and I I I needed that because I have a backup plan. Backup plan. I have okay. I have a day, day. It's called day job. Yes, I've and, heard and that's about this. yes yes. <laughs> and I've heard I heard you guys, or I don't necessarily know if you too, but in 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 here in in for instance in Hollywood, it's called. A uh, mysterious source of income. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. So you know, I had a because of this strong ma, you know. So backup plan there. So you know, so I I'm I'm scholared, and at the moment as we are speaking, um, because life is great, and I'm uh, I'm not done with anything yet. I'm just learning. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm back at the university as a wow. hobby, and I'm I'm studying theology. Wow! Wow, man! Which is mind blowing mm -hmm. of everything. What they like? It's cra it's so much about like uh, the, then then come this word inter intertextual reading, which means like especially these days, there's a lot of like this. Uh, also, like they uh, in in theological, um, you know, you know, like theolog theological theological. Uh, um, like studies they have like all about these conspiracy theories mm. and all, all that right. stuff it's it's there and also this intertextual reading is about like if you read an article or something there there is so many levels mm. your level of accepting and understanding it also a level of, of the writer and then there's some secret meanings that you get but you don't exactly properly mm -hmm. write down on un unless you you know like analyze it and so that a lot of really interesting stuff w that that we need and i want i want to know understand about the present day time so yeah. that that if you want to know anything about present day and all about that how media controls us and uh that's like really and, and feeds information theological uh you know like uh it's it, that's where you sh you learn about that so you know that's that's my other hobby. So I'm a pretty nice guy. I'm. You, I, you, you, you can see that I'm reading bi Bible on, yeah. on on the tour bus. Yeah, yeah. I, do you but, have to wear like a white? You have to dress like a normal person. No, society? no, no. It's, it's 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 science. Yeah, theology is science. If you like like to, you can go to the religious path as well. But it's it's science. No, I'm saying at the university when you go there. No, 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 like no. That. People are freaks and bohemians. Right. There, nice. You know, you know. You oh, always, always that, been, you know? always been. You know, like all these years. It's I mean, but as a chemist, of course, if you go to laboratory. Yeah. yeah. And think, mm. think. I just mentioned uh, earlier, Amazing Spider-Man. Peter Parker. Peter Parker. The guy. You know, that that was my blueprint. Okay, I'm a nerd. Mm -hmm. I wow. go to university and, yeah. and, and in the nighttime I roam on this on the nightclub scene. Interesting, man. Yeah. A lot of the guys that were writing the comics were very introverted or nerds and so they wrote these characters where they put a bit of their personality totally. into the character. And and that's what made the character so strong today why so many people in film and directors are using it and these scripts are coming out because the characters are so strong they've mm. been written for so many years and they're believable and they're real there's elements of 
of of a real person. Life, you know, yeah. it's not like you know Peter Parker is a, a fantastic character because he is the guy that's never really getting the girl, and if he does, they end up dying tragically in a very <laughs> horrible true. way. And it's just like real life type things and situations, but it's a, a surreal uh, things that are happening around yeah. them. But it's it always drew me in the fact that they were so just normal you know, nerdy, like, kid that was just like, fuck, like, why isn't this going this way? And and just dealing with these problems and he's living with his aunt, you know, being brought up by one parent. Yeah, you know, and, so and, many similarities. And a lot of similarities. Yeah, and also, like, uh, going to university, university in the daytime and right. the nighttime doing, you know, your neighborhood-friendly Spidey. And then, you know, I was your neighborhood-friendly goth rocker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, but also yeah. with with Marvel, it was like uh, they they happened in the real town, you know, in New York yes. City. So yeah, when I first went to New York, I was like, I know this, like, and, and I was, most I was writers are from New York. So yeah, I was, I was, York. yeah, I was checking out, like maybe spiders up there, spiders there, or you know, like it, it was, and also with the Marvel, it was it was like. Uh, they made you feel that it's a secret society. Only few people mm-hmm. knew about the magazines and, and about the stories and stuff. They created that in True. a way like there was you were there was few of you who, with the know again like about Marvel and yeah. all these all these things that they have inside. So that was you were part of the special. Even though I was like reading. And, and um, ordering '60s issues, yeah. but that was like uh, I, I, I got a feeling that I'm part of that secret, you know, yeah. group of people who 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 are there, knowing it. and reading Stan Lee's, you know, uh, like letters to readers and right. stuff like that. That was I actually wrote. I wrote to Stan Lee. He never replied. Oh wow! Uh, <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> you know, but that was a way to communicate. No, you know, back sure. then, yeah. you send a letter. Yeah, yeah Like, hey, course. Mr. Lee, can you actually sign letters, sign something and send to me? And greetings to, you know, uh, what's the John Byrne. John Byrne, yeah. yeah. <laughs> did, you go, did you go to Kenya? Or did oh, you, yeah, well, so... so you got the Young Person's Award for the... Um, yeah, well, the, the, thing, the thing is, like, so, so then I was, you know, rock and roll and... Um, Doing good shit. Yeah, and then, then at some point when I was a little bit older... Um, I was asked to be part of the charity work, and uh, then uh, that was UNICEF, mm-hmm. and uh, then I was part of UNICEF, like being goodwill ambassador for, like in Finland. Yeah. Uh, one, one of them, we have some thirteen of them. I was one of them. I was, I was young, still like our band was very successful back then, so I was kind of mainstream, mainstream, cool rock guy that. Mm. was known from the pay- magazines and radio airwaves. So I was, they asked me to be a part of UNICEF uh, uh, back then. But it was, uh, and I, I had a chance to see what a charity work, how the charity work is done, for instance, like in, in, in Africa, uh, in Kenya, a couple of times. There was a drought then, and also like, um, uh, th- then there was like, um, there was, HIV AIDS was one of my topics and things like this but you know you have to remember that was that was already like 15 years ago so t- so the world has changed yes. after after that so uh that was something I I thought I was then in my 30s so I thought that then I can take some responsibility and mm-hmm. show that I I have something else in my mind than just vampire movies and and partying yeah. after dark 
which I, I, I rather actually still today, I rather speak about like Marvel comics mm -hmm. and, and vampire movies and everything else except like the real life, like, like a talk we talked about the, like how educated I am or, right. or how, how I have this mysterious source of income, possibly, I don't know, but, but mainly I, I rather talk that I wake up at like uh, 6 p.m. When, when the sun goes down and the moon comes up, you I know, love that. and the goo goo, mo yeah, exactly. Like you so, do, huh? That's the Yeah, so wow. it's, it, I'm, I'd rather be more like the entertaining, weird character. Mysterious. Yeah, mister like the cramps. You, mm -hmm. you never, yeah. you're still today, we don't know anything don't. of no. anything about. But like I told you about, like like we I know bit we know bits and pieces, but we don't care. I mean, the picture of Brian Gregory that's there, and he was around. And have you seen actually? Still talking about the cramps. Have you seen the? <laughs> have you, because that that topic is so great. So have you seen? Did you ever see the? The, like the little film now it's available um, in a streaming services but the live at the Napalm mental state like like a hospital no the cramps playing in the mental hospital what? wow and it's a black and white and they were booked there like during the first album wow. and, and Locke says like oh we were told you guys are crazy but you look like okay to me and then there's people like uh, they play <laughs> in the center of like where there's patients around and they That's play the cool. set and Brian Gregory has a cigarette in his mouth and all that that white hair. You should see that. That's wow. that's like that's that. inspiring. Right. That is inspiring. That those those really things are cool. and you know, like uh, for instance, Ramon's playing in Rome somewhere out. You know you've seen that? No, no. I that, that's it, like in the in the late seventies on, on somewhere Jeez. on the outdoor show in kind of like what is this place? So those things are really um, inspiring yeah because those guys did something which was never done before mm -hmm. and it's very authentic and and there is it's it's not like um it's not it's has nothing to do with business yeah. right 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 it's it's madness and and yeah. you know like something weird vibes going on yeah yeah, yeah. I've seen a lot of footage of like Ramones playing in South America oh that's insane oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, and, and the camera being inside a van when they try to leave yeah yeah i mean it's it, it's incredible footage and just really the mark of the times you know it's really something so extraordinary like that moment you know they were just when so you when going back to the to the future i i you know like i i want something for with the 69 eyes or for the 69 eyes while i'm still here yeah. because you know that everybody was wearing the ramones t-shirt when half of them were already gone or maybe even yeah. even Great most point. of them and then you know like the cramps and and you know like uh, i want to be i'm uh, with the I, with with the google mark in yeah. the in the wednesday uh netflix series so you know like i mm. want to be around because that will right. eventually i i believe that's that somebody finds place for the 69 eyes in this universe to be used like you know like in the in the way that hasn't been done before so i want to be yeah. around to see that okay. you know because these idols of mine hadn't had a chance to experience right. that latter certain I mean, success for a lot of artists yeah. yeah and unfortunately if you look throughout history you know sure it's like after they're dead it's like oh man but i mean the yeah, ramos t-shirt has nothing to do with the, that they 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 sort of weren't around anymore it was just all of a sudden it would just became an item i think it's with true. the 
Well, just everywhere, every store, everything yeah. became like yeah. fashion. Oh, everywhere. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. like yeah. the crimson glow skull. Well, they're, they're, those guys are still around. They're still gladly. around, but it's and just true. played actually yeah. last weekend. Yeah, yeah, yes. in Arizona. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. then they they live, deliver, and I'm very happy for them. And I'm that I'm huge fan of each guy in that band and i um, i never imagined it would be so mad like madison square garden oh yeah i was there you were wow. yeah i was there wow and i saw them uh, at the forum here as well i was at Madi- that, i was at that one madison square garden it was also like uh it, I, so I don't real. yeah it, it, it is but that yeah. was beautiful right and it was a beautiful show with with uh rancy the damned that's right, right. yeah and the, and the Crimson Ghost was on the top of Madison Square Garden. That's insane. Like the Batman logo. Yeah, yeah. And so that, cool. that, that, that is, that is beautiful. That's how it should be. Right. Mm. That's, a, that, that, yeah. that, that's a, like, there's a sentence that there's no justice in rock and roll, but that justice happened oh, right yeah. then at yeah. the Madison yeah. Square Garden. Like people getting their flowers while they're still alive. Right. Yes. Yeah, like yes. that, yeah. Love and that's that. you want for your band and the stuff you're doing, right? Yeah, so that's that's why like they would this will be my last should have been my last words in this interview, but that's still <laughs> I'm, we're in the beginning, but that's something with what I uh what I'm still looking forward to and uh I believe that there's something out there for that. Somebody reason. tried to call me out on like I was wearing a cramp shirt, and they're like, "Do you even know one song by them?" And I was like, "To you?" To. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> "I was like, yo, you really want to go there uh, online?" Know? No, like in, I just met somebody like what? randomly somewhere, and I was like, "Dude, I'm at the wrong place, man." Oh like, my goodness! You better get out my face. <laughs> <laughs> what, what What was your um inspiration for going vegan? Um, so um, I've been vegan now like nine years. Awesome, and um. We came, like I said, to to the states, uh, two thousand and five, yeah. to tour and play, and then live the dream and be around here in Hollywood. Where did you ever live here? No, okay. I'm just just visiting okay. for longer periods. And now we we we've been having straight flights from Helsinki to L.A. Wow, like I didn't like existed. Yeah, wow. yeah, like few years. So it's, well, I would say, only eleven hours. You know, you go to the plane. They deliver you a meal. You try to look like in this case, I tried to finish John Wick, but I, 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 I passed out, <laughs> just <laughs> tired. And uh, then, then I wake up and then there's a like light meal and then we land. Nice. And then you see Hollywood sign from the, if you always, uh, sit on the right side of the plane, you see Hollywood sign. And then it's 11, 11 hours and you're here. So it's kind of convenient because Finland is a big country and we... We we yeah exactly. Right. Occasionally we take train and that one might take eight hours to the northern part of Finland to play a show. So we always talk like, hey, we would be in New York or That's LA true. with the same during with the same right. point. same moment. So nevertheless, we came here and Hollywood was, was really happening and all this, like you were part of this great punk scene which was blooming like swingers and all these guys hanging out like yeah. we we had a tour manager called daniel who was from sweden who was very connected with the punk scene with in new york with yeah. h2o yeah. Yeah. yes <laughs> and uh that's think of that like he was there and he thought i mean he and was. then then oh, then he, he was he was straight edge and he had like uh, we were i was like actually um, i think i was Calling him hippie and you knew that they knew each other, right? Yeah, yeah of course. Oh, okay. yeah. And, and, and we, like, oh and he connected me with him for the pod. Oh, okay. Yeah, and so I, I was, I was like, uh, I was think calling, I was calling him hippie and kind of weirdo because he had a, a in 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 a in a 
But in in a in a like in in our rider, there was vegan cold cuts See? and all the vegan stuff. And I was like, what is this? And like, what what is vegan turkey? <laughs> and I, I I never heard about that before. And then you know he was there and he explained about the deal with with um, you know straight edge culture right. all that and but it was still i didn't care i yeah. I, I had my jack and diet yeah. you know and uh, and then jack and coke yes. yes that was actually good for throat for a long time <laughs> really yeah on the road because it burns out the dust or everything is that like what lemmy did too yeah, yeah and frank frank sinatra that's how i learned it. frank somebody said like frank sinatra was always well, glass oh no also <laughs> like uh like uh, you know like uh dino was having dino having was drinking dean a martin a lot more. yeah yeah, but sure. I know that. But oh, but yeah. going back to straight edge. Right. <laughs> so then there th we have this straight edge guy who who knows all you guys here in Hollywood like uh, a, uh, AFI and all, all the H two O, all yeah. you guys and uh, great bands and Rancid you. and you know like and also like uh, we were touring the guys from Rancid came to say hi and and I was I remember the first time going to see AFI and uh, you, you guys had the custom of standing on stage because of the warp tour had just started yes. there's some punk rock yeah. custom to stand on the yeah. on the side of the stage i was like i don't i was like <laughs> how can it's like, get the hell out i, I can't stage, I, I can't man. go to interfere no no we should be there it's a it's a friendship and <laughs> we were explain all that supporting your friends hanging your friends yeah <laughs> yeah exactly it. your song even yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Be so, quiet, Derek. Yeah. So, so all this always the same metal. So, <laughs> yeah, we were educated all all this stuff, but it was very alien. I didn't care, and I was in the country of Elvis, Ramones, and hamburgers, right? Yes. And and you know, good times. And then, um, then later on, of course, I my I I don't have the best genes in the world, and uh, and uh, then. Um, you know, at some point, uh, there was possibility of getting a second uh, degree of diabetes and 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 wow. cholesterol levels. And I, but I I looked like like look like now. So the doctor said that I, when I was little over forty, I went to get the you know like check out my blood because totally. I'm in I'm this age. And and they said like no worries, look at yourself. You have your healthy looking guy. Mm -hmm. But then there's these genes, that, like like my ancestors hunting me. And uh, you know, like from selfish, very selfish reasons. Reasons I, uh, I, I started to become a vegetarian and quickly vegan. And then you know, like uh, like uh, like like during one summer, and, and it was just interesting. And one of the main things, actually, I, I'm forgetting it. Uh, I start well. This I'm, my story is very complicated. So if you can't follow, I apologize that. But. Uh, like after two th when when the record industry industry changed 2009 you know remember i mean first it, first it was news that tower records no yeah. longer exist yeah. and that means like there was uh, there was like 700 stores around the states True. so think of like how many cd's you sold less all of a sudden oh yeah and then then it all happened it changed so it mean, meant that the 69 like like the the you know, like the happy days were over and uh, happy hour was over. And, and all of a sudden we, it was 2010, 12, and we, there was no, there was no chance for us to come to play in the States, which was like very important for us. So I, but I, I wanted to come. So I had a chance, my, my, one of my best friends, uh, Brian Pereira uh, owns Cleopatra Records, this classic goth yeah. uh, rock and roll label. So 
he just suggested me like, why don't you, because my voice, why don't you do a rock? I wanted to do a rockabilly and he made it possible. And he connected me with uh, Danny B. Harvey, uh, the, the legendary rockabilly guitarist from Headcat with Lemmy. Headcat was like Danny B. Harvey, Slim Jim Phantom, and Lemmy. Slim Jim. Jim. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Slim Jim. Yeah. Stray Cat. Yeah. So, so, you know, I was in touch with uh, Danny B. Harvey, and then we started to make Rockabilly, and we we wanted to play it live, so we get a Chopper Franklin from the Cramps, Latter-day Cramps on bass. That's real. and, And drummer was... Clem Burke from Blondie. Wow. That's like a dream for you, Yeah, man. yeah that was like, bad. hold on, I'm what's so happening? So I'm right. living the dream there. So <laughs> we played a handful of shows, sometime, well, not with Clem because he was he was so busy, but nevertheless, I had a chance to do the record with these guys. Wow. But Chopper, Chopper was from the Cramps. Crazy. And so, so he t- the whole Cramps was vegan. Did you know never, that? I did I not know that. that. They were vegan. Think of how how wow. how they looked till the end. So right. it's kind of now you can obvious. Yeah, okay. they were crazy. they were vegan. So Chopper was vegan as a cramp, and uh, and I, we I remember in Austin we went to a Mexican restaurant and I sat next to a Chopper and he ordered like a rice beans. No, something vegan. Vegan nacho, no, no nacho, uh, vegan tacos or something. Okay. I was like, yeah. I'm, I'm once again made a joke. Are you a hippie or something? And he, and, and he definitely didn't give a r- nice look on me. And it was this was pretty scary, <laughs> tall guy. So <laughs> I learned, I learned all about that from him. And he even explained. I said like, okay, I want to become a vegan. Let me have the saying that you have. Mm-hmm. And and his his reason to be vegan and and was like, he he doesn't feel. You you don't get tired when you eat. You can have all the power, and you can actually drink and party harder in the <laughs> evening. So I was like, "Wow, I want that. Let, that, that, that bring more vegan food for me." That's <laughs> so, funny. Yeah, and then you know, like uh, that was that was the start of it. And then um, I was like, "Okay, I, when I go back home, how what should I do next as I'm start to be vegan?" Right. So he he told me to buy a juicer. And uh, he told, I was like, okay, did you use juicer with the cramps in a tour bus? They said, he said like they had a juicer in a tour bus, but you know, it's so complicated to clean. It's messy. Yeah. yeah, it, yeah. Then there wasn't this kind of easy, like a bullet juicer. Bullet yeah. juicer. Yeah, that yeah. wasn't, the, they weren't around yet. So, Game so changer. yeah, so. So that that was a funny story that they had always juicer on the tour bus, but they never used that. But nevertheless, I bought a juicer. <laughs> then I then when I write an email to to Chopper like, "What next? I have a juicer at home. Can you what 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 next?" And then he said, uh, "Like what? It, it's like a, a vegan zombie juice book or something like that. Like f- cool. like PDF for me, like like recipes. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Okay, now comes the strangest part. So then I then I start to be a vegan." by using Chooser. And then at the same time, I was dreaming of becoming an author and I have some ideas of writing maybe my, my little adventures from New York and rock and roll world. And I go to the public publisher and they are like, yeah, let's do the book. And then I tell, told them like, pity that there's no juice books in Finland uh, because I just became a vegan and I need recipes. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> they said like, why don't you do it? 
And so I, st- I, I did a juice book, which is called Rock and Roll Juicer. What? Wow. And it was, Rock it was, and roll was juice. yeah, but it was, I was a little bit ahead of my time. Yeah. Like, like, let's say, uh, when it was 2015 or something, you know, like back then, I was wow. ahead of my time, and uh, I did a juice book, and 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 I had 69 recipes in a juice book, and it, awesome. it was it was beautiful, like coffee table book, wow. like every self respect, yeah, yeah, every every self respecting rocker guy needs a coffee table cookbook or something, you know. My my, I had a Jamie Oliver American cookbook, which looks great. So that was my blueprint of That's doing awesome, doing right? like a rock and roll vegan juice book and there's actually up to the 69 cats pictures there too and this story about like how still greetings to chopper franklin making me a vegan but i learned from that i learned from that and then choosing i'm not choosing anymore but i did a book and i started to uh, you know starting my journey to become a vegan which i've been i would say when from this start like i'm i would say like nine nine years and uh um then at an early years i remember like first year or something uh i i ran into vegan people like for instance in germany there's a uh, people at the goth sto- goth store that i knew and uh you know you know you, you learn something one by one and i i would i thought that they they said that they don't use honey because right. they're vegan and i was like that's the most ridiculous what, what they, they they you give them a you give bees a job come on and then they explain me how how bees are sending the envelopes and things like that is actually like uh and i got it I, I i understood it so still today actually we had a show in finland like let's say two weeks ago and there's for me, it's vegan backstage writer. So that was actually can of vegan honey, which I never had before. I, I heard took about it, this. Took it home. It's made. It it was made from, I think dandelions. Uh, maybe agave is in there. I don't know. Yeah, anymore. yeah. But I mean, I heard that, about this. Why did, Why would they call it honey then? Because it tastes. Well, like I mean, probably. why why they call it vegan turkey? Facts. I'm just saying for people That's a good who point. might have this question out there. <laughs> because yeah, it I, tastes I like honey and the texture. Yeah, is like it, honey. it looks like honey, okay. but it's it's not like melted sugar. It's something else. Mm, was it good? Yeah, so no, but, but I mean, this journey was this, and then all of a sudden it's just like there, and you know, like being like as as I've been listening to your your podcast, it's more it's nothing more pleasurable than being on the tour and put a like a like a, uh, this this application on uh, happy happy cow happy cow application on Ooh. and walk the closest or take a uber mm-hmm. to the closest vegan restaurant and it's then incredible. you it's, it's experience some i don't i don't criticize but like i'm the only vegan in our band and and the, everybody same. everybody's doing what they're doing same uh yeah, I'm yeah. Three everybody's doing i don't then they're, they're fed up for the whole topic but i mean <laughs> i mean instead of going to the near like you can see some like red m sign close to, to the tour bus instead of going there you t- you go to some spiritual cool place see probably very cool looking people true hear cool music maybe pet a cat sometimes <laughs> yes. or or, or cat, maybe maybe possibly. see some depends on the country that can be even crystals there but yeah. i mean or or, or it's <laughs> just like very convenient and and then it's application how you pay it's the most modern place to go it's awesome so happy it, cow is great yeah it, and it, experiencing this around the world it's, it's great so obviously all, all of a sudden you have like a chain of like cool spots and uh, and and incho- it's very incho- that it's uh it brings more to your life as a traveler to experience obviously 
it can be any kind of restaurants, but it's it was it's easiest to 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 cho- choose these vegan restaurants to enjoy your life more fully. I was just thinking, I was just thinking of now like how big veganism is and plant based and all this stuff, but it, it is still kind of a subculture in a way that like we have this special app, right? And we get to go on that and we find our spots for like our lifestyle. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like nobody's on an app looking for a meat spot. Well, maybe because it's everywhere. Yeah, I mean it is everywhere. It's and, like and, this special little thing we got. Like and, just and little... I love and I love Happy Cow. A big shout out to them. We've been crazy. Um, yeah, it's incredible. I just, I just fantastic. Think, you know they really need to keep it updated, and that's that can be difficult because there's been times where I've been like, okay, I'm going there, and I'm like, oh. Like, are you serious? This place is closed. Yeah. I, I, I know going around yeah. in Barcelona, yeah, like, like some 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 block, like around and around. True. Why can't I see that name anywhere? Yeah, I'll, I'll Google it too, though. So, so this was check, I was just gonna hours. say, like, if you don't have it, not to like it down on Happy Cow because Happy Cow has saved me many times. Love you, Happy it, Cow. You can still. It's so it's incredible. You can still go to like Google Maps and put in just the word vegan in your surrounding area. And they will show a lot of stuff that's not necessarily on Happy Cow, but places that have great sure. vegan options. Yeah, they and, have and it the everywhere. best is to read the reviews that people have. They're like, this place, I'm not a vegan, but this was amazing. Yeah. I like that. Like, you know, and I love that too. And so I started, It was I use both. Yeah. So it, it really just opens up a whole new world. And But it's incredible that even like Google, you can just find like... Do, do, do you still have that, that you go to some, just, just some... <laughs> ultra vegan place and then you like for well i, I went to crazy's madre and ordered something right but i still ask like so it's it's just like a <laughs> like so like chicken sure? chicken tacos you're yeah. like so so, so uh, <laughs> you make it's all stup- vegan. yeah yeah it's just everywhere like this is nothing but vegan but then you're like um so you know, i mean now, now there's a lot of places that aren't even true. telling you that it's vegan yeah like i went yeah. to places in vancouver and it was like a bakery and it was amazing and it was like we don't even write it anywhere oh ah, okay it's just like packed yeah Ow. okay because okay. then like, people just, don't even know it's vegan yeah. yeah that's cool too it's very cool there's a wow. place in sao paulo to a restaurant they don't have it on any of the menus like chicken da, da, da. people just go there eating. oh all right okay Vegan, but I do yeah. like what he said. I get like that too. Like you, sh- this is a hundred percent vegan. Like you get all, like yes, you ask people asking that every day though. It's yeah, like, yeah. It's such a life changer though, right? It's being but, there, but just... you know, like at sometimes, like uh, I think it's only finished thing. But if you, like I said, I I'm experiencing with coffee once in a while. <laughs> so I I get a like um like a Amer- like Amer- like a, like let's say uh, or, or oat latte, mm-hmm. and then they give it to me, but they put like a like a piece of chocolate there as I said and I'm like like like, like yeah yeah, it's like I why do you think that I need that because I just ordered you know and it's not vegan chocolate so but but people don't put that together they don't think about chocolate yeah and some cultures the word vegan you have to kind of like like it's the plant-based in local language is probably more understandable than the word vegan 100% like like in Italy for instance oh yeah I think it's like a softer word that it's more, people acknowledge it more plant-based over vegan. Vegan can be very scary to people, threatening. People, people don't weird. necessarily understand. But they get 100%. weird about vegan people too, though. Yeah, they do. Because some vegan people are intense. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I don't, I, so what I, I don't want to, like, uh, I, I don't want to be a poster boy for veganism in that sense. And I, I was involved with this vegan club, uh, 
this LA based plant based <laughs> like art <laughs> thing which which I thought is was super cool when I first saw saw it somewhere yeah. and then I I, I went to Monty's burger which 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 i have to visit every time here the, the green matcha shake is like great I, uh, it's like I, i'm, I'm it glad it's not available in <laughs> finland because I, I i couldn't i don't know how how much i should jock in a day to have like one of them you like, talking about the matcha one yes yeah that's a travis barker one yes he created that, that's, travis. it's so cool good it's so nevertheless i saw the posters were there in we're Monty's in there, burger we're in the bathroom me and you a picture yes Excellent. yeah <laughs> so so you know i got got a little bit involved and they made a poster of me and when i put it out in my instagram account there was obviously somebody saying hey but you're wearing a leather jacket and i was like uh yeah (laughs) yeah exactly so but i mean so i don't want to this so it's it's like um it's private information that i'm i'm i eat vegan but if you ask here we just talked about it because this program is all about all about these other options of in life yeah so that was that was my choice and i don't want to advertise it and we, we, we all agree also with that that the vegans are the first to tell that they are vegans 100 percent. So yeah. yeah so so you know they could be the worst enemy vegans yeah, yeah. another thing two things one obviously I have friends, I have other people I know that are vegans that have leather seats in their car, but they don't want to sell their car. Uh, they have like something that they had leather for years and they still wear because if you they, throw it away, you're wasting the animal. Right. You already have the product. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. Nobody's perfect as a human. Like I was yeah. at my dentist the other day and I was like, how many different things you're putting in my mouth right now have been tested on animals? He's like, all of them. Right. It's like, it's impossible. Am, am I going to fly in an airplane uh, only with canvas seats? Am I going to take an Uber with right. non-leather? Yeah, it's yeah. it's impossible, man. So don't 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 even beat yourself up about it because true people are going to judge you no matter what. And if you're going to open your mouth to a perfect stranger that you don't know on the internet and and just pull out like the negative things, then at least if you're going to point out something, then be like, hey, I love what you're you know I I love the style that you're wearing. I see you're wearing leather. Here's an option. Let's say there's a mushroom leather something totally. like that's yeah. it, that style rocker style if a company would come out or a person would say that a positive suggestion you know or something where you didn't know you're like okay that's cool but i don't understand the whole negative bring somebody down you know for for you know doing their part you know everyone's got a part and everyone's developing in a certain different way and you know let people have that freedom to evolve and find the things that they're you know that's needed for them. Yeah, if, if 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 somebody's interesting, that's 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 how I'm I'm vegan. But going back to my path, so that I I learn about like vegans, like I told you, like right. uh, 2005 here, and after that here in in Hollywood, and you guys were the coolest looking guys with tattoos and best looking people around and everything was like really yeah <laughs> everything was like so cool and then then i had a chance to join your uh, forces or club through the cramps and le- like once again going to the yeah. back to the cramps and so then cool. then then you know like uh, that was my path and and that was selfish i wanted to party hard right. last longer and and be oh, the reasons why you did yeah it. yeah, yeah you i'm did. ready to right. rock and then also like uh Re- I wanted to look good. I'm. I was. I'm. I'm. I'm very disciplined. I'll. I'll do the sports. Like let's say something like six, six times in a week. Do the exercise of running and going to gym. You look and, great, man. Thank you. And all that. Except now I'm on holiday and I had my 
green matcha, uh, you know, like <laughs> shakes. <laughs> because I, how I, much sugar's I, in that? Who knows? I don't. Yeah, oh, ask Travis. I went ask Travis. Greetings to Travis. This shit's heavy too. But I know. It's so dude. good though. But it's 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 so good. So I I'm glad it's not available. Like I said, like in <laughs> Finland. So, but nevertheless, so for selfish reason, I wanted to party, um, stay awake late, feel good, look good, all that. And then, then later on, all of a sudden, it started to creep in that mm -hmm. uh, I use this word. I don't know if it's possible to use in this program, but uh, animal holocaust. Mm -hmm. That that was like yeah. all of a sudden, like all of a sudden, the the obviously, like I've been sensitive kid, and I loved animals ever since I was you know since my ch like i was born here right. but then all of a sudden i like i talked about the bees earlier and all of a sudden it's all about it's a fish mm -hmm. animals horrible torture and all that coming in and 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 that was and all of a sudden i'm like i'm i'm very happy and, and the other reasons as well but then first just selfish asshole wanted to party hard look good becoming a vegan but then the other aspects came there just yeah. all of a sudden yeah. and i was so happy and uh about uh, having being on the right side of things right, right but but that's not so simple so i have a once a while like I, I i have a chance to stay in the countryside in 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 finland and i go to local grocery store and i pick up the vegan options and i know that the, there's also farmers mm -hmm. there who have like a who have cows and who, yeah. who are part of that industry. I sort of like, like wonder what they think if they see that I pick up the other options. So it's not that, mm. you know, like black and white, you know, like uh, it's, it's, I'm, peop, they know what they do, but there's hopefully chances of, of let's say like a political chances of making developments for, animals to feel to get better life on, yeah, on this man. planet it's Absolutely. it's not like i mean i'm trying to explain this that uh like it's it's not i'm 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 this uh, urban person saying that you there in the countryside do do this and that it's like it's it's everybody's doing the right thing but we have to together to find the other options and solutions and solutions. one of the one other solution is just to if somebody is interested in that like just to uh you know take have a have a like a, a green matcha shake <laughs> when you go yeah. to monty's yeah, even or people, drive by even people doing meatless mondays or people just like yeah. slowly trying to cut things out you yeah. know what i mean mm -hmm. but yeah. on the other on Small the other steps. hand i just hear to party and and enjoy rock and roll and you know <laughs> dream about becoming you know spider-man and, and you know, all that all that all that you know like uh and the uh, next step will be like i've i've gained everything in rock and roll i just want to maybe maybe end up in the movies and stuff like that but if, if somebody asked if somebody asked well, I am vegan, you know, so yeah, that's mm -hmm. it. But I'm also like, and, and, but I love my life as, as I love the discipline and, and then also, also like, uh, being a vegan, it's, it, it, you need to be a little, I mean, for me, I don't even think about it anymore at mm -hmm. all. It's it, no question about it. And, right. and, 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 you know, like same, same thing happened actually, like, um, like I talked, talked about the partying and Jack Daniels, that was big part of like part of my lifestyle yeah and and being being late the last guy at the rainbow bar and grill when they closed down and have a good time and fun but then covid came 
and uh, 69 Ice was on tour uh, in Russia. We had a Russian tour, and wow. the last show was in Samara. Have you ever been yeah. there, Derek? Yeah. yeah. So, so that's Samara. that's yeah, <laughs> that's in the center of Russia, and. Uh, we were there, all the world was closed down, and we decided not to have a meet and greet with the fans, but we decided to play a show, and everywhere else wow. is closed down. Like, let's take place, play it safe, no meet and greet, but still, you know, <laughs> play a show. <laughs> ah. So we played that last show, and then we took a flight to Moscow, and I have a few beers uh, at the airport, and then I flew home, and uh, then a couple of weeks went, and I was home, and nobody, no, no, was had a chance to go to bars because bars didn't exist for i don't remember anymore how long because yeah. we, we sort of start to gladly forget those times yes but it's still always like when we speak like oh i just saw misfits at the at the madison square garden but it's actually three years plus <laughs> well actually half a year but still you yeah. know like it's always three years to put somewhere there wow. but nevertheless so all of a sudden like like um no bars no 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 reason to go out no 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 social drinking and so on. So I just decided, like, fuck it. Like, I don't need that stuff. <laughs> and ever since, you know, like, uh, like uh, over three years, I've been, I've been just like that. I, I'm done with alcohol. Wow, and uh, every day, I'm, I'm, like, I'm, I'm very glad that I don't have to face hangover ever in my life. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know that is that is just something that I'm actually literally happy, and especially like like visiting here you know like uh early in the morning it's it's very different like let's <laughs> say five years ago in la yeah. you know how 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 was my mornings actually they you know you know the google, you google muck <laughs> you know but you can do the google muck in different ways too you know <laughs> yeah. as long as you do the google muck it you have to do the google <laughs> muck but yeah, there's a couple of ways to do it so yeah so that that happened too so i'm i'm kind of boring guy i'm i'm a I'm vegan and I I don't drink alcohol. What happened? Yeah, no, but it's it's, it's funny amazing. that you say this. It's not. I I don't think it's only you that were uh, kind of affected in this way and just kind of cut it off. I mean, there's a lot of people I realize in the yeah. whole musicians that stopped drinking. My guitarist at the same time, around mm. the same time before yeah. the pandemic, was just like decided to stop. There wasn't it. Me as well, you know. It was like I I, I don't drink either, and it's been some time now, and I and I just kept thinking like. Why did I drink? You know, and same I started, here. You know, it's like I was. It, there were so many negatives. Like the list was like <laughs> massive. Yeah. And then I try to put in the positive. The regret I'm feeling horrible, the, and it, it then going. On. I, I I was. I let's say that I never went on stage. Let's just say <laughs> okay. I never went on stage drunk. But okay. but I mean going on stage in a massive hangover. Mm. Oh, I can't dear. imagine. You're but I mean, I, I mean, for people, but that's actually cured you, right. and you sweat it out. But <laughs> <And> you, <laughs> we're yeah, good yeah. to go. <laughs> you do it again. Yeah, good it to go. Well, okay, people. okay, okay. I'm going out. But then. I think what time? What time is that? What I mean, time is a bus call? But is this true or not? <laughs> I mean, Finland has a, a, a massive drinking culture. Yeah. And I, I mean, yeah. from my experience of being there, I was like, wow, this is really over the top. Sing festivals back in the day. There, there would be people like completely out in the field yeah passed out and then yeah. you have people specifically there to turn them over so they weren't puking yeah and all, also like you pay wow. pay a price of a ticket to go to to go to festivals to see bands but you're actually unconscious like three days 
and she and then then, exactly then it's cool. Like then it, then it was actually kind of cool to tell your friends. So what what did, what bands you did see? Uh, I I saw only the Ramones, but none none other. I didn't see Iggy or something like that. Wow! It and it was cool because it meant that you that. you had good time. Parties. I was like in shock. Yeah. I was like, wow! There's like people that just like out. Do you, do you, a lot of people. Do you drink like a non-alcoholic beer? Yes, that's good. It's tasty. Is it? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's that is that is that is the that's <laughs> cool. I, I like, like zero beer. Of, like, yeah, I like the taste of beer. I I loved beer. Like I a big Czech beer fan. You know, my son being Czech and mm. experiencing the beer culture there, and I was just like, wow, this is the best beer in the world they have going on here, and it's like water. But I'm so happy that there's this non-alcoholic beer. Options. And I usually just have, I mean, it's just one I, I just need. I just love this. It's like, wow. This yeah. you, you can probably have like maximum three exactly. in the night, I yeah. guess. But, you know, and it's also like, a, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you can gain, gain, gain weight. But, exactly. but the, the thing is like, but, but, it's, but, but it's cultural like experience. Like um, I was exactly a year ago in Dublin Island to see Green Day. They, nice. I had a chance to go, um, nice. chance to go to see the show and and I actually hang out with the guys a little bit afterwards. So going to Dublin, think of like this in England in general, the pubs and yeah. so okay, so it's like, all right, I I just don't go to the pubs, but you can because they have like a Guinness Zero, yeah, and and then they this. then they pour it and it takes like more than five minutes to, to come out and and then there's this creamy mm-hmm. like classic guinness yeah. foam and it's exactly the same cultural experience it, wow. ta- it takes forever to co- like right. re- like real guinness they it takes five minutes at least uh-huh. to come and and have the foam but the zero guinness has the same thing so that's the genius like uh, invention yeah. so you have the same cultural experience you hang out in the pubs uh you can have well how many zero guinness you can have probably maximum in a day probably two or two. three <laughs> why what happens it's so heavy but it's nevertheless it's like alcohol has a lot of sugar in yeah. general but i mean there's i think in europe they definitely do it much better yeah so you know, i mean they really are worried about the taste and everything well i mean those those products are as more expensive than the real yeah. alcoholic ones yeah. because it's a new technology right. how they do that they actually do it in the same way but they just boil the alcohol that's it the, somebody have better information but the, i'm told that they just boil the alcohol okay. away but it's it's just done with the right. same technique and that's why it's a little bit expensive so that's a cool thing. That's a and, cool alternative. Yeah, an option I never, for you guys. I never yeah. even thought yeah. about it until then. And then it's for op- it, option for everybody, you know. Like, and go. then you, you can you're good to go, and you you look cool in any rock bar or or any environment it's that, on, that, that people are drinking. Now, you know, it's like this. Oh, that's cool. Same, like, same here. Same here. Switched out. Like, yeah. there's nobody actually drinking. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No more. Yeah. And we're not telling like our crew not to drink either. They're just yeah. Like, I'll have a beer and go to bed. Yeah, you know they're like it's really. We're older pain. now. We have we have a couple of like me and 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 uh, couple, some other guys in our band are sober. So actually, it it, it the other guys are getting there. Not not saying anything, but I can tell that <laughs> sort of like we're not giving bad eyes to them. Right. But I mean, uh, you yeah. know, may pro- they probably want to be fresh next day as well. You know, yeah. but it it happens. Slowly, but on the other hand, You're seeing wh- you guys, yeah. like we've been, like our band has been together all these years. So yeah, we, we we started it like we believed 
in the fact that you know like the cult it's always the same members the ramones always the that, same man. members rolling uh, stone the ramones, no. yeah well well pretty close not that much but <laughs> yeah. but yeah but at that time you know yeah and then you know like Come some on, some other bands you know it was it was like uh rolling stones like sort of like we believe that once you're in a band you, you right. you're supposed to stay it's like later that. on power yeah. metal bands started to it you every second album you have to change some guy or at least a it's singer life. yeah i i, I know <laughs> But we we thought it's a gang. It's it's yeah. like a biker like gang, that. Right. I like biker that. gang. I and, like the idea. And and we're we're there forever. And we've been so that's Through also a lot. that's also the thing that I think uh, you know people meet their schoolmates once a year and and talk about the old times and then you sort of like uh, relive your youth. We're reliving our youth all the time with these mm-hmm. five guys. So it's that really keeps us young. So yeah. it, it's like. Um, that because that's the most common question like don't you fight with each other no uh, are you too tired of your faces in the tour bus or van well not really i never thought about even that you know the, the classic boring lame stereotype questions yeah. and then yes. um i could be more than 5 years ago there was a documentary of um, and there is a documentary of pearl jam 20 years and uh, that's classic great band and the the musicians are gathering together they're very seasoned they 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 look their age yeah. and then they yeah. store about talk about like like early 90s like war stories being on the road forever and now they're together and fans are super happy that wow mm-hmm. and i'm as excited to see that this this band is this band is like real band they've been together so long and Legit. They, and all of, all of a sudden it's like hold on they are younger than me they are younger than our band <laughs> <laughs> and that was a long time ago when right. this pj20 came out and i was like like well i mean I we, we, all, was like 50s, we all live like our our lives differently and and, and our yeah. ba- every band is a different our band is this Absolutely. weird band from from all the way from finland who still you know like come coming from and i like to tell that this way from from the 80s and yeah. we've, we have we, we thought it's it's lifetime deal if you go to the band and mm-hmm. we and, and we thought it's a, it's it's still cool to be in a band and tell your well i don't know who you dare to tell anymore that uh, well i'm in a band so and the most common question <laughs> is like uh, if there's it's you meet some old some person from your from your past they asked do you still have the same guys yeah, in your band? This, yeah. are, are you still into music you know that yeah, question. Still into music. yeah and and, <laughs> and that happens most likely when you're you you've done some music video or you think you're in the top of your career and you think that you're like especially our band is a mainstream band and i think like oh now every all the whole country saw us and then next day you go somewhere and somebody oh, from your past comes and oh how are you doing? How, are you still in the? Do you still like music? And I'm like, <laughs> still same guys. And and you think that you know, like everybody should know. It it, it always returns you back to the planet Earth. <laughs> what, what do you think it is that keeps you guys together and going in this longevity? Well, this 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 excitement of being yeah. next room in the Guns N' Roses original rehearse place, Creating mates. Together. Yeah, and then there's a 
system of down like superstars next room and we're all we're, it, it's still exciting and we're we're want we want to happen and we're excited about this as a uh, individual music lovers yeah. it's, 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 fans, it's, and yeah. it's not business it's never was that much mm. we, uh, at some point we like i told we sold gold and platinum and obviously there's awesome. people who work for us and uh we have like a like half million Uh, followers in Spotify and all that but you know like uh, and we are business for some but at least I I, I don't think it that way it's, it's for me it's just like this dream mm-hmm. going yeah. forever what about like a documentary about would you guys would you do a documentary uh, well there's a book coming out of us in awesome. the in the uh, uh, like in the in the end of summer about like uh, and, and that comes out and uh, there's because there's there's not that much drama in, in our story even mm-hmm. you know no, nobody People left love drama yeah but the, the, we we're scratching our heads like there has to be some clickbait stuff <laughs> there <laughs> we we have to come up with something but mm. because it's just like this we we're excited and and you know like uh i'm sending links if Iggy, Iggy pop has a new single out i'm sending spotify link to the whole band like hey check this out awesome you know man. it's still the ex- excitement yeah. and i'm yeah. and i'm i mean they're freaking out that i'm in this table then they're so <laughs> excited that i had a chance to do this show as oh, well that's amazing. you know it's so cool man yeah so it's just like it's like it how it should be and like us for us it is like i mean i i read some long time ago a Marilyn Manson interview where he said like the all, all of us who are in the bands we're the biggest fanboys we know all the photographs of our favorite bands we know remember how they post and we studied right. those pictures It's very true all night long yeah. and you know maybe even obviously we had probably posters all of us yeah. in our yes. rooms but you know we know all the photos we remember how this and this guy was standing and what kind of shoes he had we mm-hmm. you know, so we, we studied that stuff so it's it's still you know it's not it, it, it was there and it never goes away True. I mean, you were studying that stuff as a kid with all the comic books and different things you were watching and reading. And two, you actually got to go to Helsinki and and go to the big city because yeah. you're in a small town. Yes, like exactly. Dream, and and looking about looking it. about looking like Brian Cracker's picture, you know, like yeah. like well, how how this is possible, you know, or or the and, and the mystery. Oh, or one of the influential band was also like Gun Club from here mm. from L.A. And uh, the one of the things was like uh, all these artists from these then new bands was they were they were they had black hair and they wore sunglasses <laughs> <laughs> what what's going why was it so so you know so, so you know you know the rest so th- that was so exciting and i was i was thinking it's only mystery later on i realized that there must be there's something else when people are wearing sunglasses before after dark and so on but it never occurred to me of course <laughs> seriously, seriously. yeah but i mean I, i was so yeah i was just thinking it's mystery and these guys have something else but you know later on of course the reality of things and uh, and um, and the uh, darkness of rock and roll life you know was yeah. also yeah. revealed i want to talk about also death of darkness your newest record and the song um this murder takes two you and kat von d which i think she sound you sound amazing together thank you it's really cool i know i know it probably came about because you guys are friends yeah that, that, that. that relates back to this uh w- w- how would you call the period in in hollywood like 2005 and and that these new clubs like uh le du du de and uh the clubs that you guys were going and also swingers was a big part of that going to swingers yeah. after club nights 
Yeah. And the, all, the all you guys were, there was these goth clubs, and I, I remember going, I, I remember I was just a visitor, like I always was in New York, but then, then in here as well, I, I remember going to goth club, and then there was like uh, this Smith song going on. It's totally empty room, but only one guy spitting on the, on the dance floor, and that was David Havoc. And I was like, <laughs> what awesome. the, that's, that's, that's incredible, you know, like, how is this even possible? But I have it's to say, awesome. but, but, you know, like, that, those are inspiring moments still today to yeah. me. But I went, how would you call that time? Was it like warped tour days? Maybe. Or? Was Ellie Inca show too back then? Yes, and, exactly. That, that's, uh, that happened also, like, and that's how, mm. and, and also, like, MySpace started. Yes. Okay. And, and then we were famous in MySpace uh, because wow. a couple of the most famous girls uh, were friends of these particular Daniels that we mentioned. So, mm. so we were like, <laughs> we remember top eight bands on the list there. Wow. Yeah, like, uh, so nice we were space. all of a sudden there was, there was Good Charlotte, okay. most likely H2O as well, and maybe AFI, maybe, maybe Avenged Sevenfold, but when oh, there were yeah. 69 Eyes there as well, strangely enough. So all of a sudden we were, and then same time, uh, jackass uh, turning to Viva La Bam. Oh yeah, Bam's in one of your videos. Yeah, yeah. Bam, Bam, Bam was a fan of ours, friend yes. of ours, uh, directed a couple of music videos, yes, and did. we were were in his TV show. But all this cultural thing happened, MySpace, and that here in Hollywood, uh, and the club life, tattoos, yeah, uh, y you know, like and and uh, straight edge boys, straight edge <laughs> girls. <laughs> all coming together somehow. You're right. That's yeah, interesting. yeah. So that was that was then. So. I was here, like, remember, I would, I tried to come to see the, the Guns N' Roses Sunset Trip days, but I didn't have money enough, so I ended up to New York. So I, yeah, yeah, I yeah, went there a couple of, like, only summers for a couple of weeks, but I met these people. I saw all these great bands, punk rock as well, and, um, and, and all these legends who were still roaming on the streets. Then, <laughs> later on, I got some money. I came to L.A. in 91, and the Sunset Strip thing was still going on. Oh, yeah. And it was, yeah. uh, streets were full of guys who looked like, well, us in the er, in the mid 80s in Helsinki, but boots, tight jeans, yeah. bandanas, bandanas, long hair, back comp hair. And all, somebody told me that he was like, like 2000 bands, which 2000 times five is, is like how many guys came to try out. And also- To make it in LA. Yeah, too, and, yeah. and double amount of like, girls who were working as um there was a word exotic dancers mm -hmm. back then gotcha. so so that, it was kind of very trippy time to see so i saw that and then i came back like uh, after 15 years and then you had your scene here which i would call like late night dinner at, at swingers let's have that <laughs> that that name for that yeah, and, everybody and all, ended up going there after the show. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. So I was glad to meet all you guys here and and get involved with this modern modern Hollywood uh, times. And and then our band was was like uh, all all like we were playing goth rock, rock and roll, glammy rock. But emos discovered us as well through TV. So Catwan mm. here was here as well, part of that uh, Viva La Bam scene and and Family, do, yeah. and of course like a, uh starting her own tattooing career and own own high voltage was yep. here and uh we were we and and we were we we knew each other and we were in touch all through these years we actually recorded a song 2000 and um i think 12 with cat 
but it got didn't cut that much notice. Mm. And now later, like all these years, over a decade later, we got this song and somebody said that it needs female vocals. So I thought that, hey, now it's a time to do it right and, and get Kat back. And, yeah. and and I texted her and she immediately answered. So now that you got the song and then we did the music video like yeah, in, in, video in, in the desert like, uh, like early this year. So it was just, it's all the same. Same story, same yeah. same principles, same values, um, same dreams, yeah. same characters. Um, you know, Brian Gregory <laughs> and the Cramps. Yeah, but she sounds so good. It's a she sounds, thank yeah, you. Yeah, you guys sound really great. Awesome, thank you, man. sir. It really Absolutely. sounds good. Damn, man. So what a long journey in the same band, man. It's crazy. It's it's kind yeah, of complicated yeah. to tell, but that's in this table. I feel comfortable to right, try right. to explain it a little bit. But yeah. you, you know, it's 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 a say. I think we and coming from Finland, it's such a unique place. I mean, it's yeah, unique in the, yeah. in the Scandinavian world itself. You know, it stands alone from Sweden or Norway or Denmark. It's really in its own, like. But like I said, we had a, we had a freedom to look east and west or, True. or yeah. west. Yes. But that then again, like there's great metal bands coming from from there as well. Uh, but, but they more represent like uh, like Finnish culture and and w like the sixteen on ice. I wanted to ask. I wanted to call us like. Helsinki vampires because mm. of course I ripped off Hollywood vampires right. yes. title uh, and I, I put Helsinki there so I wanted us to call to be called as Helsinki vampires because I wanted to identify us to Finland and Helsinki nice. not to not to pretend to be somewhere else right but I mean uh, so we're very but when our main inspiration comes from from american pop culture but if you go to the musical side of the things that we we write catchy melancholic songs and that's melancholic melodies come from our heritage oh, between no. east and west right mm. that and, and so that is yeah. that is there. there there is part there it's not like like that part is something that uh, I, strangely enough, not so many bands from the states can write that kind of music at all. But I, I, I wish they. I'm, I'm just waiting that the, somebody, some band comes and makes me, you know, like uh, I'm not needed anymore. You know, like like there comes a band which is, like I realize that okay, now we're retired because there's this band that has all these things that I, I I'm worshiping there's pretty sometimes being pretty close some bands but mm -hmm. not not yet entirely yeah did you ever want to quit no because I'm like uh as, like I said I there's we, we 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 feel I mean we're done 13 albums like I know it's really that's that's amazing, kind of embarrassing man. embarrassing like number I, I would rather it would be probably cooler like like a sister some mercy has done three albums right so that's what, what, it? It, what it, would it be like? I never a, even thought about that. What, would, it, would it be cool to say that we've done three albums <laughs> and the last one came out like, like right. let's say, two thousand and nine, <laughs> and because we still play majority of our songs from those fifteen-year-old records, and they wow. play that music on the radio in Finland. So it's basically, we now. we shouldn't we we we're known we don't need to make new records, but it's kind of like a, it's kind of like. A, reason for booking agent to call right, around these yeah. calls like hey they True. have a new album out right. what about the tour, tour cycle yeah so 
That's true. That's why, but we are, we like to create and we, we can write the songs and it's still fun. But Was there ever a pressure to put out, since you put out so many albums, like touring, like you're, in order to tour, you need to have a new album. So did you ever yeah. feel that pressure to do an album where you're able to go at your own pace? Well, I mean, I, I always wanted to avoid that. Yeah. Mm. Like, like, because that's a routine that, especially in metal scene, yeah. that it, you, you had, like, let's talk about like, like, like 2000 let's say for 15 or something certain bands had their albums out then they do, do the routine mm -hmm. together or with the package yeah. and then 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 they and before that they do the interviews and you see their faces on the magazines and then they <laughs> right. then the tour comes and then like at, after some time the same goes on again i i called that the rat race yes. we, we were called caught to that red race ourselves as well yeah. but now now as as we're talking we with this last 30th album we released majority of the songs as singles so it was much more interesting to get the feedback immediately and uh, also like uh, okay. uh, get the immediate feedback and so the fans say oh this is like sounds like this and that oh wow you're so energetic and that's great so i'm rather in the future like uh, concentrating on putting out single songs as yeah. singles instead of like a trying to write uh, like some right. double album opus exactly yeah. <laughs> I'm not so I'm I'm it's that's done so it's yeah. time to put out songs now and then guess what's going to be the next sixty nine ice single it comes out in the end of this summer is it a cover song. Yes. It's a cover okay, song. So, uh, Is it a cramp song? Yes. Ah! <laughs> there, there, there comes a Cramps tribute album that oh, we're on. That's sick. And and uh that that then so we did uh we did uh, what, uh it's a lot of actually bands doing Yes, there's uh, shooter Jennings and oh, you that's know, cool. like high profile artists like that. So actually um Damn, I, I, I we haven't announced well it, it doesn't matter. We we're, we're doing cool. we're doing Aloha from Hell. Okay. That's from the A Date nice. with Elvis album. Right. So that's we're doing amazing, that. Man. So that's a next, talking about the cramps. Is, have we talked about anything else? <laughs> cramps, cramps like Peter that? Parker, <laughs> Lux Interior, Mickey Poison Ma Ivy, Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Those no, are the I, most important things in no, life. I love that. I was looking at records like just like 92 is the first one. Yeah. That's it. That's the album. And, and before Bump that. Bump and Grind? Yeah. We, we released Isn't some. Is a crazy name, Bump and Grind? Bump. Oh, it comes from a T-Rex song. Oh, you okay. gotta bump and grind. It's we good know it for your song. mind, like Children of Revolution. Ah. It comes from that. But I mean, that was very clammy. But we were, we were like, uh, we played a lot of covers, you know, cover set. Oh, you did. Uh, like, like, like back then, like, uh, okay. like, uh, we like Stooge because we didn't have our own songs. Like right. Stooge, yeah. again, Stooges, Stooges uh -huh. Dead Boys, Ali Dead Boys. Uh, Alice Cooper, Shadow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and uh, then, um, you know, actually, Cheetah Chrome is, is nice. yeah, he's, he's one of my favorite guitarists still. And, you know, actually, I saw Wayne Kramer a few nights ago here on stage what? playing with Pere Ubu. What? You know, talking about true believer like rock and roll. Yeah. Tramps. Yeah. So never, never, never mind. So, so yeah. So we played those songs and also Gigi Allen because uh, I got somebody. Somebody, well, somebody taped. Somebody taped me, you know, like uh, the cramps. Once again, cramps like live album, and and then the, you remember C tapes. If there was like fifteen minutes empty, yeah. You, so your friend taped something that you might I, find interesting as a bonus surprise. <laughs> so somebody, somebody 
recorded, you know, like a Gigi Allen EP, which he did with the MC5 guys. Oh, that's cool. So there's these songs like Give Me Some Head, which actually 69 Eyes covered and play, play live. So uh, re- talking about Gigi Allen, which I like to mention because I was a fan of the music and I saw him in New York uh, at, at the... Uh, Beowulf, uh, like he ke- played a show right after he got up, got off, uh, out from jail. Uh, after he, in Maximum Rock and Roll, he had this one page uh, announcement that he's gonna take yes, part right. of the audience, yeah, oh, audience, yeah. and uh, yes, and he was still in prison. Then he got out, and and I was supposed, I was accidentally in New York, and I went to see the show. Damn. But I always, we we all the audience ran about like five six times. Uh, away from the stage venue because he jumped out down from the stage second show song already like stripped half naked and we didn't know what's going on but there was a news that he might take the audience with him to the mm. grave so everybody ran away but, but the <laughs> band played so fucking tight motor city rock and roll yeah. all through the show so i was always fan of the music and i then i haven't even watched um like these most Documentary? Recent documentary, really good, actually. But uh, but you, do you mean the one which was done this guy, this director of Hangover movies? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So so I I'm like, there's once again talking about Gigi Allen. People have know something. I'm talking about the music and yeah, like this rock and roll guy who was playing really cool music a little bit obscure lyrics and yeah, getting harder lyrics at some point. So I'm actually, I, I had a, a co- uh, my solo album out like a little over a year ago. I, I actually covered Bite It, You Scum to there. Because that's, <laughs> that's a, do you know the bass line? I'm not sure now. Yeah, it's really good. cool. It's, it's really good. I mean, some of the songs are really good and especially this EP that was taped to me uh, where the, 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 the the other musicians are from MC5, yeah. so that's like give me some head. That's, that's that's fantastic rock and roll. So that was my that that's how I know about Gigi Allen, and that's why the Sixty Nine Eyes was covering Gigi Allen because it was just good rock, contemporary, new newish rock and roll guy from the late eighties. You know? Yeah. So nevertheless, we were playing that kind of stuff, obscure, clammy, uh, of course, and back in the eighties, also like. Um, Garage rock was very popular. Right. Well, yeah. like sixty, like '60s garage rock done by the '80s way. You know, the bands like the Fustones and and Fuss those, Tones, yeah. yeah, fantastic bands. And uh, that that was inspiring us. Then there was also the horror element. So th- we started like that. We made a couple of EPs. Then we had the album out that you just mentioned. Yeah, but it, nothing happened. We were we were late because the clam glam rock and hard rock train has gone away yeah and we were like still coming out from the that direction with the commercial album we should have recorded when we did our first EPs the whole album with with the like a like kind of garage sounding record but we weren't we tried to become a mainstream band early on early on yeah yeah and then we were late but that's also like uh people uh, and I'm explaining that the, the the 80s didn't stop till you know like it was one first of January 1990. 80s was going on till probably like uh, could be like I think like like 
93 or 94 mm-hmm. late you know you know it's yeah, like when the Guns N' Roses had their usual illusion that was still like 80s you know yes. with those records but on the other hand they was coming out already 90s were coming up already in the 80s when like uh you know like Faith No More had their yeah, second man. album out and Incredible. all of a sudden all of a sudden there was like same with Nine Inch Nails and Ministry happening yeah. and all that stuff came and of course uh Seattle then the grunge came and just like but like I was I was I was listening. I loved the the bands from Seattle because they played like Motor City, Stooges, rock and roll, yeah. like like uh, you know Mud Honey and yeah. and and uh, oh, Soundgarden, yeah. Nirvana, Nirvana. Yeah, that was rock and roll. That was yeah. they, later on. All of a sudden, it was like uh, the fashion, and there was a certain brand for that. You know, but yeah, you know, it's a great time. It's, it's hard. Right it's hard. Yeah. yeah, but that was great time. Yeah. The only thing was, which is which I think is kind of like. I I wasn't involved of obvious in that moment that much, but it was, must have been hard for the glamour glam rock guys to. You remember when they were having like a Doc Martens and then you know like flannel shirt, but still like a glammy uh, like top and hair. <laughs> yeah. You know, combining all that. You remember that time? They were they were trying to go with the transition. Yeah, they, didn't, they didn't exactly. Yeah. I mean, Axel was showing the path really bravely and that was really cool but sometimes there was really strange moments you yeah. know like i remember seeing axel rocking flannels around his waist too he was yeah, trying of course, yeah. of course. Yeah. they'll yeah. put him with nwa hats on and wearing wearing nine inch nails t-shirts yeah. yeah but i mean he was he was he was showing the way he was, he was forerunner really he, he was though that's yeah. all right yeah for sure yeah but i mean that was that was complicated time because it was very complicated to, to, to put like how hold on i love doc martens they belong to British punk scene and goth but at the same time I like to put this like uh, you know like like glammy jacket on or something like that <laughs> and they still have the hair and shit and then like the yeah exactly fucking the bandanas yeah a lot of bandanas yeah. but that was an interesting transition think about Guns N' Roses it was Roses. a weird transition for sure and it's such a hard record too that record man yeah I mean, I was way into like punk and hardcore. So yeah, I yeah. remember when it came out, and I was already like in high school, and I was like, "Fuck this!" <laughs> I was like, "I'm not." I was still like Christian Death. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was yeah, like yeah. really into. I mean, it was such a. I don't know. I was like very close-minded. Minded about I would like it. to say, but it took me many years later. Me to too. Get into Guns and Roses to honestly. digest it and listen to it. But it was like it was still influential, you know, to see the videos and it was everywhere. Yeah, of course. And I was just like, okay, this solos you know it's like i didn't have to buy the album i knew all the songs you know that's how powerful i, I think was. i think right now if um because i'm i'm a, i'm the, this 50s rock rock and roll guy as well and elvis fan so i think the the best i mean no why to name the best rock and roll song but it could be heartbreak hotel by elvis but it could be also welcome to the jungle mm. it's so powerful it has it has all that like uh like danger and energy, uh-huh. but it can be also a lot of other songs. Oh no! I mean, but for sure. I mean, there's like, definitely like, like. I mean, in my head, it's for sure like Little Richard. Yeah, of you course. Know, because of he's course. talking about of like course car girl. Like yeah, of the course. Basic elements of, of rock course. and roll. Of course. Of course. Of course. New documentary about him just came out. No. I haven't it's seen incredible. it. Incredible. Is it? Oh, I watched yeah. it the other night. Yeah, it's really great, man. Or I, I'm a wow. documentary. Like or I have to see that. I I heard about that. It's really great. You of know, course, like of course. Guys, I mean, they were just so rebellious. Yes. You know, and, 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 
and unapologetic. And it was Mr. Berry. He was like yeah. older guy. Yeah. And also like Fats <laughs> Domino. I mean, oh, yeah. I love Domino. to love that stuff too. You know, like it, it's it's those the, those I, guys. You I know. mean, those guys influence. I mean, it's great how you're saying that you 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 took like that culture and created your own yeah, style. Yeah, I like that too. And that's what I think a lot of British artists did. They admire so much yes. that whole rock and roll. And then you have Led Zeppelin. They're based on that Black Sabbath or based on blues, rock, straight, old school, you know, style of U.S. American rock and roll. And uh, it, it's incredible how they interpret it in their own way. And you can feel it. It's their own way, but it still has those elements. And and there's certain artists that did this. I, I it was shocking. Like I didn't know where Nick Cave was from. Me oh, yeah. And so at first I was listening to Birthday Party, and I yeah, was yeah. like, I I love this band. They're yeah. fucking chaotic and yes. weird and freaky, and yeah. I knew nothing about them. I was like, I like it that way. Just yes. give me <laughs> the music and the weird album covers. A little bit scary too. Totally scary, and I was yes. like, ah. Oh. And then like Nick Cave and my friends were like, ah, oh, we love this. I was like, ah, oh, this is so down and like weird and. And then he has these elements of gospel and old rock. And, yeah, singing about Tupelo. Yeah, and I'm like, how did this mother- I was like, this dude's <laughs> got to be from the South. Yeah, he's oh, definitely right. in the U.S. And then it was like, he's Australian. I was yeah, like, yeah. What? It's like, how is that possible? But it's, it just shows the testament of how powerful music is, you know. And the impact. Breaking borders of religion or race or anything. It has you know, All the stuff he grew up always in America, yeah. yeah and and he he also like with Nick Cave, he He's he created the like this ghostly mystery yes. surrounded by Elvis and and Jesse Garon, Elvis stillborn, you know, brother. So it's all about Nick Cave's like imagination, make it like a there's, there's some certain Pacific importance and and having storm in Tupelo, you know, and, <laughs> yeah, and all yeah. that like it's I, like wow, oh no, it's yeah. But also I'll like Jeffrey Pierce from uh, Gun Club was also like right. praising the same, you know, demon. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, all this mystery of like like where like this music came from. That's mm-hmm. also like very important, in- sure. interesting. Yeah. I remember when I first read an interview of Duran Duran. And and they they were asked like, hey, what's your roots and influences? And and somebody said David Bowie, and I was so disappointed because I was like, <laughs> they should have mentioned, you know, like I thought that they should have mentioned, you know, like, uh, you know, like um, John Lee Hooker or something right, like right, that, right, like, right. like like like, you know, and or or or, or Elvis or something. Right. And then their roots were David Bowie. Was scratching my head. Hold on, <laughs> <laughs> how that can be anybody's roots? Roots are somewhere much right. deeper. You yeah, know? right, right. You have so many different kinds of roots. It's cool. Yeah, true, yeah, true. Yeah. Influences. It's not, it's yeah. just music too. True. And I, I, I love love, love to be on tour here. Every time we play in, in Cleveland, we I go to the rock and you know, rock Roger and roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, I know, I know. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. So so that's 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 my school. I go mm, there and I enjoy cool. I, 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 I never get po- tired of that. Yeah. And of course like uh, Because it's it's like so many different artists. It's yes. not just specifically rock and roll artists, but it has And it's all also not only about music it's about about this country right. also, yeah. also about it's about culture. it's it's also about like uh, all all the world mm-hmm. you know because like rock and roll was such a such a powerful thing to, is, yeah. to go all over the most of most parts of the world gladly it's not everywhere but yeah. you know where it is it was just powerful and that was like uh, like gave us or, or then youth 
to to freedom to yeah. to think and be different from their parents 100%. absolutely like like how we learned from later later on and still it it brings the idea for like for a Billie Eilish fan for instance 100%. or or, or yeah. whatever is a, like the most com- new artist uh, so something to 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 become something that that unexpected that wasn't like which which is not handled for you mm-hmm. like you or or keep you you know, you don't want to be in the same mold yeah, as everybody yeah. else individual you know yeah. creating yeah. that individualism yes. you know which is so important it's, especially as a youth yeah. that's when you develop your personality 100% so it's it's extremely powerful that's why I fell in love with it yeah you know lifesaver like, i can't yeah. think of a life without no music i know that stuff we grew up on, punk rock, skate, just everything, you know. But I mean, d- music doesn't matter for all of the people, you know. Yeah, there's a lot it's of true. Like, it's and it's same same as like, uh, like okay, I, I explained that I I don't have driving license, and the reason why I don't have it is if it's not well. I want I'm not not from the wealthy family, so I, it wasn't would have not been possible, and and I wouldn't have a car, and the driving license is still actually it's getting actually extremely expensive because I'm I'm, I'm secretly maybe sometime thinking that maybe well, so <laughs> I read uh, I this is this is exactly. This tells so much about me, but I'm I, I like to portray myself kind very nerdy and a kind of naivistic guy. So I read an interview of the cult and Ian Asbury tells that oh he doesn't have a driving license because you know like uh, neither do like you know cool guys or Native Americans or something like that. So I read about it and I was like, all right, that's it. I don't need driving license. I uh, <laughs> Asbury said that. No way. And then, that's why I don't have a driving license. So later on, so I don't know anything about cars. I don't recognize cars. And especially, to, I, 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 I recognize 50s cars, maybe 60s or some 70s. But modern day cars, I have, I have difficulties when Uber comes up, if, if it says like the brand of a car. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't sort of, no don't idea. know how they look. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I have no, I have no interest in car cars so same thing for this reason so because i don't have driving license so same same thing that there's people who don't care about music there's other th- so we're we're many other interests yeah yeah exactly so it's it's like uh but if you are in the music you know then then we can we have not a lot of things to talk about going to that back to this uh reading about driving license so i met so later on i meet ian asbury and i tell him like all right uh, thanks for this interview. I don't have driving license. He looked at me like, "Oh my fucking god! <laughs> don't believe everything you read." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, end of a story. S- and I, I think I've seen later on music videos as he's driving a car. I guess. Oh <laughs> my god! So you know. So here we, here we Yeah. He doesn't have a driver's license. All right. Yeah. Okay. He drive for I'm how many years? Twenty years. But yeah. we we don't we don't need cars. I don't have a car either. If, so like car. like in in in. In Helsinki or or yeah. in, in like in the rural parts of Finland, and if you have a big family, which I don't, uh, unfortunately, I, I I skipped all that tradition as well, just because I'm, I I guess it's I've been selfish, interested in living full in this world, uh, so I I unfortunately I've I don't. Some I I return to that, but I I want to explain it this way that I don't I don't have family, so I don't need a car to drive my kids right. and yeah. and uh, everybody else around. But you know, like I said, 
occasionally I think about that maybe I at some age I might see how it feels, but I don't I don't have no interest in yeah. in driving, you know. Have you ever been married? Unfortunately not. And that that's 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 for us singers it's uh, I think it's like sadly common at some point. Uh, there is there's probably like there, there it can be selfish reasons uh and all of a sudden when you you are alone it's very all, all of a sudden it's, it's very comfortable and it's i don't like it and i i'm i'm mm. that's a, one of the new projects that i might dig further into i i i'm i'm i'm, I'm too old to too i'm pretty old to say that i'm i think so like uh to be in the singles markets <laughs> on, on, the da- the, on the dating yeah, apps yeah be the old guy the yeah corner. exactly on the dating apps yeah. yeah yeah so so i mean and that's what i'm telling with the laughter and serious joy but i don't i don't and, and you know it, it's i don't think it's cool so and I, I, I i that's something that i'm i want to change at some point but i mean there you know there's some time all right so time's are changing <laughs> yeah <laughs> Derek single too or you are. Yeah. Well, I mean, st- us singers, come on, man. We have to, we have to come like come up like with the dating app for singers S- and rock sing- and roll singers, single singers terrified. in their 50s. Yeah. but single Sounds singers in their fifties. I'm, I'm yeah. terrified. That's a whole, a whole thing, new you know? reality show. Yeah, exactly. Sense. Like fifty-year-old singers, singles, singles. So singers I, I actually, I, I did this reality TV show in Finland last. What? No, no, it was, it was, uh, it was about music last fall, okay. which was very mainstream and mm. it, it was viewed by like one point five million people Sick. we have five million people in our country so okay. it was as many people watched it at like olympic games right so i was wow. there on tv half of a, half a year it's it's about it's a musical tv show i sang songs and i i, I interact other finnish uh long time musicians but it was very popular and obviously like uh, there there was some other you know, I was in a in a tabloids, and I, I st- wow. they started to recognize me on the streets. Wow, which hadn't happened for like we were popular in like that two thousand five time, but mm-hmm. then 10, 15 years, totally once again back to the cult, and and then not cult, um, you know, knowledge, and then you mm-hmm. know, all of a sudden uh, we're in mainstream. Our band was there, and I, I actually enjoyed the attention. I I I was in the I was I was like stereotype rocker on purpose with a leather jacket, long black hair, boots on, sunglasses, talking about this, what we're talking right now. And people were really excited from the feedback that I got. Like, uh, it's cool that somebody has this kind of um, pure, uh, honest yes. mm-hmm. um, uh, opinion of things and an outlook and just open to also say that this is ridiculous that I'm vegan and I'm single, you know, and then I'm 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 <laughs> fucked up as well. Yeah. If you think so, but on the other hand, I I, I like some parts of that, you know, especially being vegan. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you know, like so people like me on the TV show. So um, now I I was I got kind of popular in Finland according to the feedback now the shows have been sold out for the 69 ice like oh, nice. because of that that's a reason to go to the TV wow, show so a different audience coming to see you from the show yes right. that's cool so, so and yeah like different, totally totally different audience Re-boost, I mean if, yeah if you go to if you come to see if you go to see us at the whiskey go go there's people who have like uh, human bones in their le- leather jackets and then they 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 grave robbers and you know like uh, yeah yeah and, and bring bring artifacts from cemeteries for me oh and you, God, you, you know how they look like 
people, you know, like scary audience. Wow. But if you come to Finland, you know, like the audience looks like, um, you know, like um, from... Uh, like really like there's normal civilians normal civilians from you, you know like you see normally on the streets yeah yeah yeah, you know, yeah, none, yeah. None, none of them wearing black clothes you know so um so that, that's a that's a difference we're not cult band there here we are like this serious cult band so with uh, the girl with the girls reaching out to you from the show they saw you on yeah, the show yeah so so i'm explaining ladies, yes. yes so i'm i'm explaining women this. sorry yes so I'm explaining this that uh, people liked what I was talking. So maybe maybe there's some some other TV shows coming up, and I was actually suggested to be part of some, not the not the not the usual dating, like TV shows because I don't want to go there. <laughs> yeah, doing doing show business and TV is fun, but there has to be some some it has to be connected to to the music right. or yeah, something sure. like like some not not cemetery. not just to yeah. being being like a like a clown on tv right like like a cook show or something there's a fine line i i did i did them back then when when i was in my 30s because it was it's it's fun it's Mm -hmm. cool to be on tv or in any social media like we know you know like here so but there's so we can help your band too yes exactly so but they were they have been giving ideas that maybe there could be a interest in of doing something uh, you know, like like this. No, well, flavor of love. <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> that was crazy. Yeah, that, yeah, that was that all was, of them. Yeah, exactly. Uh, oh. Or Rocco. You know, like, but that was 15 years ago. So I'm, I mean, I'm, I. Let's see what happens next. Yeah, but you, you yeah. shined on the show and people yeah. loved you on yeah, the show. Yeah, it would be fun. Let's see. But I mean, that's just like, uh, like, like, like fun things what can happen if you stick to your guns and you know be positive and open and uh, you know enjoy the life and don't don't be too serious of yourself you don't portray yourself like you know everything and you, you are not. very and and all these things i just want to rather like in this show i've been talking like i'm, I'm kind of lame lame like guy who believes what the singer of the cult says in the eighties. That just new, shows you your new, fan too. Like, come you on, know, man. magazines and stuff like that, and lives life according to that. But no, why no, not? No. I mean, it's like I, it's nothing away from me, and I like to tell these stories because yeah, it, I'm, I'm tell them with the laughter, yeah. and that it's fun, and and life is fucking. Sorry, I'm swearing. Because where life is too short. Life and it's is fun. fun. Life yeah. is very fun, and so and everybody take your shit seriously. Yeah, and and also like, uh, which like briefly bring that uh, that also like when to the topic is like uh, you, you have to uh, capture the moment so i've been i've been actually yeah. doing also meditation uh like uh some same amount of time i think nice. like nine years shambhala meditation which is which is there's a lot of applications in you can to your phone but you can concentrate and capture the moment and uh maybe maybe even stop during the show just to enjoy like i mean the, slow the time around mm. you and I like so that. that's what i like like for instance being here on holiday i've slowed the time and enjoy the yeah. the palm trees and and everything and you know like uh like see that. more around of yeah. around you but it's a very simple thing again and that's also very selfish and that's something that we men over 40 maybe or mm-hmm. or at least over 50 should be doing like get a, out of stressful lifestyle mm-hmm. and uh you know eat, eat healthy uh, do sports um and and uh, 
take care, care of ourselves. Our, yeah, because we yeah. have you, you family guys have a lot of people who love you around you. So you know you 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 have to think of them as well because 100%. they 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 don't want to get rid of you. You know you, yeah, you mean them, them a lot. So you you owe them to stick around. You know that's like, true, man. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Well, thank you for being here, man. My one of my last questions are: you an optimist or pessimist? But you're super positive, man. Yeah. Hey, explain me quickly. That's what I wanted to know about this, uh, <laughs> like uh, PM PMA. Yeah. PMA. Put it to the. Explain. Teach me one more time again, because that's something what I learned from you as a as a phrase and what you talk about in your postings or something. Yeah. But can you put, can you explain it now in 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 um, where it came from? In, yeah, in June two thousand twenty-three. What, well, it, I mean, what it does came it mean from, right now? It came from Napoleon Hill, who was an author in the sixties. Had a book called "Think and Grow Rich," also a book called "Success Through Positive Mental Attitude." And that's that's the books that HR from the Bad Brains and the Bad Brains read those books, and they they brought that into their music, and they wrote a song called "Attitude." And that song mentions the word PMA. It talks about having this attitude, this positive mental attitude. And that's how we got it from. Mm-hmm. All of us got it from the Bad Brains. Yeah, sure. And then that trickled down to many different bands from yeah, Gorilla Biscuits to Youth of Today to Seven Seconds and all these other bands that brought like this positive attitude in, into their music. And um, not always focusing on the negative and, and focusing on the good and trying to do better and and uh, trying to get through things, having this positive attitude where you can just i mean it's 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 a struggle for people to stay positive but it's there just seeing that light and surrounding yourself with people who inspire you and stuff like that and that's where it comes from for me i got it from the bad brains who's got it through all these other bands and brought into my life and my music and my the way i live my life every day yeah you know what i mean becoming making into a lifestyle i think yeah Something you were saying before about manifesting like ideas, and you, you know, and you had ten thousand right repetitions. Also, like I think you've done that. So, so what the mind can, yeah, what right. the mind can believe and conceive, it can achieve. Yeah, right. that's PMA, and you okay, have that, right. and that's yeah. how you lived your life. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You put that in the atmosphere, right. and you continue to do it. Yeah. So and I'm, 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 I can legally use <laughs> that term from this on, and You're I put it, put it to my, to use I put it to the, my Instagram profile. Nobody, own, nobody owns yes. it. You know what yeah, I mean? Nobody, it, nobody owns, owns it, it. But it, it's, it's a way of to live your life and think Absolutely. and focus every day. And and, and again, it's not easy because there's so easy. much negativity around us. But that's easy to to tap into and to to really. Uh, unfortunately, get roped into, and so it's especially being off your phone. Yeah, like, that's the most negativity I see on there. Is this that it the is, news and is, all that is, stuff? Also, also, also I mean? like uh, what I think of of like what what I'm doing. I've I've managed to over the years gather really good positive people around me that's who help me to do whatever people somebody thinks that I'm doing doing cool things. Thank you, but it's all these people around me right. who make that happen. For instance, we mentioned this uh, Swedish Daniel, yeah, our Swede. tour manager, tour Sounds manager from the 2005, and he he's there, and and I'm here because of him in this podcast. Right. So yes. you know, cool people around you, yes. and uh, they make you and help you to do what you ever want to do. They inspire Absolutely. you, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. All all this network of people. It's I'm I'm nothing, but these people around me mm-hmm. are are you know like. The, the the who make it possible yeah i mean sure. so you definitely have the pma you, you've always had the pma well, yeah i mean you you made it here from having that and, and you're mm-hmm. still in your band because of that and you still love it and appreciate it you know what i mean like you live it it's awesome Se- being sincere 
Yes, right. 100%. Being yourself. And respectful to the others. But, you know, it yeah. wasn't always there. I remember I, I was, you know, there was time. With dark that, places. Well, not, not dark, but I'm, I'm being going too fast, mm. mm-hmm. you know, like all of us and, and be too excited about life. Like, but, but I mean, um, you need that. It's glad to be here right now. Yeah. Like everybody else is, uh, says on this table, no matter what <laughs> age yeah. they are. I mean, it was yeah. a great example of like being in the moment, being on stage is such a incredible feeling of being in the moment. You yes. know, when you're looking out. And you're having this reciprocal uh, connection with the audience. Beautiful. It's a beautiful feeling, and it's so quick. But to to stop for a second when you're on stage and to feel that is something you know glorious. You know, it's not like any other feeling in the world. That connection, you it's know, so it's, true. it's like you're alive. Like you re- you recognize, like wow, this is such a gift to be alive. I, I would I would recommend you both to try this to jump to the audience to sing. You know, the, the most powerful chorus, you know, with your audience. So uh, try this out because then you are in the middle of the crowd. That is the ultimate new high I, I've got yeah. this year. It's incredible. And I come I out will, from there I and I'm like, I can, I can I know fly. You can, but I'll be hurting kids, you know, my, my weight. Well, my don't, size. don't jump in, but well, don't, down don't there. jump or just, just like a, a <laughs> go over the fence or right. slide do down from the stage and go to sing among this them. This is true. That I, is the best high. And that is some, the new, new, new moment that you need I, to experience. It's, it's, it's incredible. I, I've been doing that for years. Like if there's a barricade, I'll go in the barricade. I can't stand barricades. I'll stand in the barricade. Or the last couple of times I went into the pit and had them do a circle pit around me in Europe. Nice. Now I'm in the middle of the pit saying, I love that connection. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't care about the sweat. I love the sweat and the strangers jumping on. I don't know. I love that, man. Yeah. That human connection. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's I, so special. I slipped and I fell and I tried to play it off and I was on the barricade. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yo, this is amazing. You know, like oh, I forgot down about, the- yeah, like I forgot about this feeling of being, you know, where it started, like where yeah. we all started, like so close. But first I was thinking that because I have like this jewelry and I have like <laughs> in-ears, yeah, I was yeah. thinking like maybe they crap it, and, oh, but, but it was everybody so polite and so supportive around around me when I went there and, I, they, and, and, and they helped me cool. back. And so, you know, they, they don't rip me in pieces because that's been also because we are, we're, we're there's, we're, popular band always been i mean we go on well this is funny but we all go on stage uh girls scream okay still all right. still respect still yeah so you know that's i haven't been on that level <laughs> uh, so you know so, that's a different world than yeah, too, a yeah, yeah it, 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 world, yeah it is but i mean so but still the we same got girl stage it, diving Oh yeah. yeah it's still same experience so you know but that that is the coolest thing of, of uniting with uh, yes. everybody who's in the room, yeah, well, uh, being the guy, the person on the stage, yeah, yeah. So I would recommend any any singer who's listening on you guys to try that out, and I've you've been doing it, yeah. But, but that's the greatest feel. It's like I know you go to this, um, like in Finland, we go to swim uh, to to the sea or lake in winter. Yes, we, we we put a hole there, and then we dive and go there, and we get this experience. Real I shit. don't. I've, I've done it a few times, but not 
regularly, but I know that you're doing it here yeah, I love it. with your with your um, what is it called ice plunge, cold plunge. Yeah, but it's the same. If you call, I know. If, okay. if you go to the audience, it's the same experience. You Ooh, come up there like that's, a that's like a, a totally though. fresh yeah, like oh yeah. wow exhilarating. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And you're, yeah. you you are you are so alive. That's even stronger. I think. Yeah. Yeah. As a human being. We're very, I just want to say, end this by like, we're lucky to do what we do still, play music, you know, been doing it a long time. I'll be in my band 30 years next mm -hmm. year. How many years are you in Sepultura? Uh, 25. And you something. and. Yeah, I mean, we, we've done this like uh, 30, what, what years? 30, 34 years. <laughs> so yeah, like, we're, st we're still playing music, we're still touring, kind of being big kids because you don't really grow up when you're in a band. You get to travel and do what you want and have like your responsibility is just to go on stage and, and do your best and kill it we have these lives that we've created for ourselves and we're very lucky i think it's a blessing. yeah and then some somebody also said that uh, which which has something to do with american music heritage that you're when you're on 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 tour you're actually um you're actually also like an outlaw right mm. you're uh, outside of i, I mean bon in, in a, let, you did no, 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 no it, it was the country guys, but I mean, you, you're out of the society yes. in, in, in certain uh, certain way. I mean, I mean, out, yeah, yeah it, it's, you know, like it's, it's Monday, everybody's going to work. You're in a tour bus right. going to the, to the, to the venue when they open up and you're outside of the society and also like, uh, at least that moment from the responsibilities, of course, not a not a like an out, outlaw in that way not like a not like a criminal way but you know like yeah. A, yeah. in 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 the in the romantic um, yeah. show business way well like the outcast of society because yeah, we exactly. we're just showing up to play music we're not checking in outsider to five, having a regular job yeah. with a boss right. and we're just yeah. like I think Bon Jovi did write a song about that whatever okay but, <laughs> but I'm saying but, yeah, yeah, yeah. but but the the reality the reality of touring is fantasy compared to your reality at home so those two are like, yes. I appreciate both, yeah. the balance. Mm -hmm. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because when you're on tour, there's like no responsibilities. Just play. That's it. Just play. play and also, also, also routines. And routines. But, but also like responsibility actually on the tour is like you are the best you on stage. Yes. Right. Also, yeah. also, like, also like the audience expects yeah. to see the, the, the guy they've seen in a pictures yeah. and so on, which, which I mean, everybody has their own ways of doing it but you know like uh, you know like uh, this you have responsibility of delivering and, and putting out the best performance right. no matter how you feel if yeah. you are sick you or have not. sick and sad and selfless and, and, yeah. Yeah. and anything but you you are you go there and the lights come up and you are supposed to you know shine and make people happy and get their thoughts out of their mm -hmm. every everyday life and you have this responsibility and possibility and PMA yeah. to do that. To kill it, yeah, man. Amen. Amen. Good. That's right. Damn. Yeah. Well, thank you for man, we thank you, man. We did this. Thank you. This that was fantastic. Fantastic having this you. Was, here, this was, yes. But this was just uh episode number one. It's <laughs> <laughs> a part one for sure. Yeah, part you. one. I'm trying to finish Perkala. Oh. <laughs> oh, was that good? Um no. Yeah, it's it's an ancient uh devil <laughs> from Finnish culture. That's you know what it was? What? <laughs> Thank you for being here. People can find you on your social media. Anytime. Stuff and your, um, do you check social media? Yes, I do. Check your messages. Yeah, of course. Like, like uh, I'm, there's a, the 69 Eyes official in Instagram, Yurki69 in Instagram, and also like the usual uh, Facebooks and, and 
MySpace is not there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but it was. Number one band on MySpace. Yeah, it was. MySpace is gone, man. Yeah, I, I, I Justin Timberlake was bought it for, it. For, a, for a five seconds. He did. He never did anything oh, wow. with it, though. It was supposed to come back. Oh, man. I think Facebook just crushed it. But Tom is there. Oh, yes. <laughs> you should have him here. Oh my oh God! Can I can I wish a like a guest? Sure, Tom from MySpace. <laughs> yeah, he would definitely be um, a great guest. Well, thank you, man. Thank you for being yeah. here. That was a long, but it didn't feel long at all. Yeah, it's nice. nice. Thanks to all the listeners, and uh, this is such a good call. Thank you, Daniel the Swede. We love you, Daniel yeah, Larson. Thank you for making this happen, connecting us. We tried a couple of times, and now we're here when he did it. Talk. That was all. What'd you say? Yeah. Talk. Toos and talk and listen to the cramps. Listen yeah. to the cr- Dude, the cramps were like yeah. the biggest part of this podcast. Yes. Shout out to the cramps, man. Shout out to the cramps. Thank you. Peace, everybody. Bye. I've always loved sweets. That's why I have um, a thousand gold teeth and had cavities my whole life. But I always loved cookies. And being a vegan and being gluten-free, it's extremely difficult to get a cookie that actually tastes good. Most of those cookies are super, super dry. Until I found Maxine's Heavenly, uh, you probably see me post about them. They're incredible. They're gluten-free. They're vegan. They're made with no refined sugars. You can get them in Whole Foods, Sprouts, Walmart, Amazon, MaxinesHeavenly.com. And if you're in L.A., you can get my favorite restaurant, Green Tables, carrying them. Um, you can also, if you're in L.A., get Uber Eats, DoorDash, and Chow Now. Super, super great company. Amazing people working there. The cookies are insane. I can eat a whole bunch of them. Not like you're supposed to. But I don't feel groggy and like bloated and I have that sugar crash. And every month, you should sign up for the mailing list because every month you get exclusive flavor drops and the cookies get delivered right to your house. So shout out to Maxine's Heavenly, my new sponsor. I have a cookie sponsor. I can't believe it. How old am I? I'm 53 and promoting cookies because I love cookies still. I'm a big kid. Vegan, gluten-free, no refined sugars. If you listen to the Travis Barker episode, me and him talked about our love for Maxine's Heavenly's as well. Great cookie. If you're a vegan and you're gluten-free, there's no other cookie to have. Maxine's Heavenly. Go to MaxineHeavenly.com, go to shop, use my code OLLC, and get 25% off your first order. That's 25% off your first order. Go to MaxineHeavenly.com, use my code OLLC. Enjoy. These cookies are straight crack. I always ask my guests if they have any regrets. I personally don't have any regrets. Even when it comes to my tattoos, I have the silliest tattoos. Even my ET on my leg, it's still a childhood memory for me, and I love it. I've had tattoos on top of tattoos strictly because I wanted more tattoos. I started getting tattoos when I was 18. I'm 52 now, and I can't stop. I've had lazy treatment before on something on my arm. It's four tattoos on top of each other, and that experience at that place was pretty fast. It was pretty cold. It was in and out, swiped the credit card, don't really tell me much, didn't give me much details or anything was going to happen. So I never went back. So as of most recently, I'm so lucky enough to have had two sessions at Removery Tattoo Removal. My tattoo on my arm looks like a big black blob, is now super light, I've had two sessions. I have a long road ahead of me. None of this stuff happens overnight. You cannot take a tattoo up in one sitting, you have to be patient. And it's painful. They ice you up. It's super fast. To me, it felt like a bunch of rubber bands. But what's more painful than that is looking at something on your body that you think you're stuck with for the rest of your life. That sucks. But now for me, I'm really happy I started this journey. I'm slowly going to get this tattoo removed. I never thought in a million years I have any kind of real estate on my arm. I don't even know what I want, but it's exciting. I'm so honored to announce that One Life, One Chance podcast is now with Removery. I have a code. Use TobyH20 and get $100 off your first session. Call 866-934-4570 or go to removery.com. One of the most experienced tattoo remover companies in the world. 
over 600,000 removal treatments done, 100 locations, U.S., Canada, and Australia, state-of-the-art peak-away laser technology, cryotechnology to reduce any discomfort. This is so exciting for me because all I do on these podcasts is talk about tattoos. From day one, if you were listening to this podcast, we talk about tattoos, talk about getting removed, talk about getting covered up. So this is such a perfect fit for me. Once again, go to removery.com or call 866-934-4570. Use my code TOBYH20 and get $100 off. These guys are located everywhere. Try it out.